Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. today out our uh, thingle last night. I'm, I'm sure it was fine. I don't know. I hope it went well. Yeah, I think they added a second date to it. Uh, our band uh, was playing the sound check party for Celebration Day, which is this weekend over the pageant. The uh, the Zeppelin tribute, uh, tribute Act. I don't want to call them a cover band. It's a tribute. A Zeppelin tribute. What's the difference? Is a tribute act just a one, you know, one band? Like, like, yeah. we're, we're covering one band. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think there is a difference. There's definitely a difference yeah. in the approach as far as the art goes. Yeah. El Monstero band, is well, a tribute band to me. Yeah. Tribute, you you become their persona, right? And then cover, you're just playing their songs. Yeah. and, mm-hmm. and No, I think a cover band plays various bands where a tribute just uh, concentrates on the one. Yeah. But at the same time, when he's talking about, like, persona, when you're when you're trying to put together the show you're trying to honor what the band would do yeah what what the original mm. band would do mm. you know what i mean like like okay there's research involved and you'd go okay they never ever would start the set with this song so we're never ever ah. going to start the yeah. set you know you know what i'm saying like you can kind of make... hold true to what uh what the band would do yeah yeah as far as like ah. a uh, a multimedia presentation huh. you were right I looked it up. Tribute versus cover. Cover band will play a wide range of songs from broad range of artists. A tribute band exclusively focused on the work of one band or musical artist. Right, or genre. Like, uh, you know, it could be a tribute to the 80s. 
Exactly. Oh. A tribute to the 90s. The teenage Dirtbags ain't no cover band. <laughs> Never <laughs> called them band. that. We're a 90s tribute act. We're a 90s <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah, that's mm. it. That's it. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of stressed out the past couple of days. Just so you guys know. Sorry to hear that. Why? Yeah, we got the you know the Rich Live thing coming up. There's, listen, there's a lot on our plate. I guess we should start preparing for it. We should, yes. It's <laughs> next week. It's a week from tomorrow. <sighs> and, uh, you know, it's a lot of time, you know, after the show and at home, you know, trying to get stuff together. Yeah, and in addition to my, my wife and kids have been sick this week. Oh, no. They got what's going around? It's, it's fine. Everybody's on the mend. Everything's, everything's fine. Okay. Like, my wife was, you know, she was down for the count. You for a day and a half, like stay in your room. In fact, stay in another room. I don't even want you in our bedroom. Stay in another room. Dang. Which was, I'll be honest with you, kind of nice. <laughs> kind of nice at night. And I do feel a little guilty. Yeah. Where last night she says, uh, you know, I'm feeling better. I think I'm going to move back to the uh, to the bedroom. Said, give, give it another day. That's yeah, what I said. Did you feel like, <laughs> give, it, give it one more day? Germs, said, ah, one more day. Yes. One more night. Yeah. One more night. Dr. Riz says, why don't you... Ah, you know, one more night. I prescribe one more night of peaceful, solitary sleep. You know, I, uh, yeah, I really can't afford to get sick. <laughs> Dude, I get that way, too. One more night. Before, before big shows, the only thing I, I really actually stress about is getting sick. Because there's nothing... I mean, nothing ruins a singer's everything than, than getting sick. And I, I get, I get kind of weird and paranoid. I've been, I've been weird this week with this. My all my son's hockey team, they have the flu. Like most of the kids, Gosh. everybody was in Nashville together. Some of the parents are feeling ill. Oh no! Is that what she got? It probably. Think? Oh no! Probably. Like the kids are sick. Um. We got the big thing coming up next week, and I, I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm, I'm not a germaphobe, really. Yeah. But I'm like, you all got to stay away from me. I was thinking about getting a hotel. And the, this weekend? Last week or during the week. <laughs> Dang. Would have been sweet, mm -hmm. but Ooh. I decided to stay home. I decided to stay home. But you know, I guess I had this look on my face. I'm not going to say who this was. But I was around somebody that told that saw me kind of like not looking down, but look at what's the word pensive. Maybe I had like a resting bitch face going. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I had a lot on my mind. And you know those positive phrases. Yeah, man. I'm not a fan. Why? Sometimes and this person told me to do something, and I almost flew into a violent rage. Hmm. And I think. Did they tell you to do better? No, oh, I hate that. But that, that's, that's not really a positive. That's, so that's not like a positive affirmation. <clears throat> no, no, that's not at all. That's that's super negative. That's super negative. Somebody told me yesterday to choose joy, <laughs> and I. Oh, <laughs> I like their thinking. And you weren't ready for it. <laughs> Come on, man. I almost. I almost, my head almost exploded. I almost lost my mind. Is this coworker or? No. Maybe you are. Right, the, so it wasn't me. Yeah, maybe it was a good time to tell you to choose joy. Yeah. Maybe just, this is all. I, I, I wasn't in a choose joy mood. Well, that's not on And them, I, my man. response was, did you just drop a choose joy on me? <laughs> Who in your life is dropping choose joys? That's what. Yeah. There's a couple people in my life that would drop a choose joy. Okay. Well, who did? 
I don't want to say. <laughs> All There's right. a couple people I surround myself with that would tell me to choose joy. I love that. Those are good friends. I love that. You know, you got to be called out sometimes. I needed to hear that yesterday. Choose joy? Yeah. Would it have made a difference? It did the opposite. It did. Yeah. It did. I. You know what? I think I even... Did I post something? I think I posted something like that. Did I say? I didn't say. Did you say one choose joy? It. You got to be kidding. No, it wasn't Moon. It. It's not oh. something that's. It's one of those things I saw. Uh, I listened to the Always Sunny podcast. Yeah. And the dude, great the, podcast. Great actually. podcast. Dude that plays Dennis. Like His name is escaping me, which I feel uh, like. Glenn Howerton. That's a Glenn weird Howerton. name. Oh. He was going to rant, and he said that they were like, dude, you get so mad when people. He's like, I when people say, what's wrong? Are you Okay. He's like, I fly into a rage. And he's like, what's up, what's up with that? And then, you know, Rob McElvain, he's like, I have a theory. And he goes, there are times that, like, he goes, sometimes I'm just thinking about a thing. I'm in my own head. I'm not mad about anything. You do you and I'll do me. Yeah. And he's like, and I wasn't in a bad mood till you asked me. And now I am in a bad mood because you asked me. I think it's one of those deals. It's like the uh, Schrodinger's cat. Would yeah, you have chosen joy had you not been told to choose joy? I, but I wasn't. I wasn't unjoyful. I just wasn't anything. Yeah, you were neutral. So he said I was neutral. I was. I was neutral, and uh, I just was like. I think I just had a look of like I was thinking about stuff. Yeah. Now, if somebody were to ask me, like, "Hey, can I guess who in your life told you to choose joy?" Most likely, they would say it's Moon. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. I wouldn't was, say I wouldn't say those words that don't that don't come to mind uh, immediately, but yeah, I've given you different versions of that. I give you the opposite. I give you the. I shame you. I was like, you're such a curmudgeon. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know what? That almost brings me brings me back to neutral. It does because it makes you want to rebel against. It really it. does because it so makes you, me think. Did I, am I too far over the yeah, line? Yeah. Am I too? Hey, dude, why are you such a curmudgeon? You know, you're right. <laughs> Because if you say choose right, I mean, joy, you want to rebel against that. If, if I, I feel like you're the type of person, if you get down in the mud with you, that's the best way out of the mud. Yeah. If, if somebody tries to throw you a rope from up top, you're like, you're not better than me. It sends you into a spiral. Rope. You're contrarian. That's kind of what he was saying. Uh, Rob McElvain in that interview was like, I've had this experience with you, working with you for 20 years. It's like, if I pull you aside and I get you away from everyone, I say, hey, man, you don't seem like yourself today. Everything... I'm just checking in. Seem like you're upset or like something's irritating you. And he's like, you're very receptive to that. And he goes, yeah. Yeah, I am. He's like, but I think when someone says, choose joy or what's wrong or like, you okay? He said, that's the thing that really made him mad. Was, you okay? And he <laughs> goes, that's basically them telling you in front of everyone else, like your energy isn't working for yes. me. I've done something yeah. to have you think. Yeah. That I'm not okay. <laughs> I didn't say three words to this person. <laughs> I wouldn't just choose joy bomb you. I wouldn't do I that. I was choose joy bombed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm not sure what the use is of that. Now, I was also thinking of other positive phrases that I hate. Ooh, okay. I don't know. Trying to think of some. Okay, Ready? This is only I a four-hour show, you. so you know, you're gonna have to trim the list. No, I'm no, remembering no. It, what it was now. Like I, I, it, I didn't do a choose joy bomb uh, post yesterday. It was something of like, a, hey man, like if this week has sucked for you, um, you know, just like kind of slow down. Yeah, and I, I, I hippie out, and I'm like, slow down and remember that there's a ton of people that are like dreaming of what you have. Here you go. I'll do like, it like you. I'll do it like you. And just kind of level with yourself. With one of the phrases I hate. Yeah, bro, man, you had a bad week. Happiness is a choice. 
But see, I, I, get the yeah. hell out of here. Yeah, because I wouldn't. Sh- that's happiness got, is a choice. That's got like some shame in it because I'm, I'm telling you that you're choosing to be uh, not happy. I would try to put it more uh, of how I need to hear it, like like I did yesterday. Like I needed to hear, like, hey man, like whatever you think sucks. Like some people are envying that. No man, good vibes only. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's how I speak, but <laughs> well, I'm just. I'm, I'm, these are things I wrote down. I'm just trying. I'm trying to. Hey man. Find your bliss. Find your bliss. <laughs> Sounds like a soda. <laughs> hey, man. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Whose living room that told you that? That doesn't motivate you? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. Honestly. <laughs> Whose sweatshirt really told cool. you that, man? No, it's a, a sign hanging above the stove. Yeah, yeah above the stove. Oh, God. <laughs> Incredibly deep, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> well Count your blessings. Out. Catch your okay. blessings. I, like I don't that like that one. one either. You don't like that one? Not, like that a, a, one. not, not if it's delivered like bow and arrow style. Right. Like, you know, like if somebody you better count your blessings. If somebody shoots that at you, it sucks. I like the old hymn. It's yeah. it's 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 not about necessarily how you say it or what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. And yeah. where you say it. I think where you say it matters. You know what too. it is? I don't need your positive phrases. I don't need you to tell me the best is yet to come. I don't need that. I don't need you to tell me carpe diem, okay? <laughs> hey, man, seize the day, man. Are you okay? Seize the day. I don't need you to tell me to look for the silver lining, okay? All right. I don't need that stuff. Are there any that you do like? I'm leaving. That's Love it. that. Yeah. Well, apparently you don't. Love that. I do that all the time. Mm. And I smile. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I would, know because you're gone. I, I wouldn't know. I didn't tell you I was leaving. <laughs> um, man, I did. I did this to somebody in this room the other day. <laughs> when you say I'm leaving, he grins, and the force Gump music comes on, like da 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 da. <laughs> I, I did. I said this to somebody the other day. I think it was. I may have may have been you, Rafe. It is what it is. Yeah. I did you did you notice that? I kind of. I may have you done it yesterday it. to you. And I'm sorry. That's what, okay. What was it about? <sighs> Sometimes you got to hear that. Yeah, Sometimes you got to say okay. that. It's, it's, okay it's less to... about hearing that. It's, it's you're in a holding pattern in the office. It's more about saying that to yourself so you can hear yourself say it and you go, ah, you know what? This isn't in my I control. Was, something hey, that's fine. It may have been something we're working on. I had on. an opportunity to say it to you yesterday and I didn't. It is what it is? No, I could have. We were in the office. We I forgot what you were done. We just had a meeting. You were staring off into the middle distance, pensive. A lot on your mind, Rich Show Live coming up, and you let out a deep, guttural sigh, and uh, I was just like, everything, you cool? I'm getting out of here, man, like, uh, anything else we need to talk about or work on? Yeah, just trying to get something right in my head, and I just walked out. I just walked away from I do me. remember that. I just walked away from Yeah, but me. it was nothing. See, you didn't tell me to choose joy. That's what I'm saying. I had a moment where I could have pushed that on but you. But clearly you were giving out some sort of vibe. You, yeah. were, you were casting nets for asking, Jim's joy. You were asking him to help you. You were asking for choose joy mm-hmm. bombs. You were looking for CJ bombs. No, I wasn't. No. I was yeah. sta- I'm trying to be creative. <laughs> I, he was. He was in a creative headspace. I Dude. gave him the opportunity. To, I gave him the opportunity. I go, Dude. Was I'm I wearing, here. Was I wearing a wig at the Is time? Is there anything you want to bounce? Do you want to bounce something off me before I leave? He said yeah. nothing. 
He didn't look up. If anybody knows people's reactions to the creative, contemplative look, it's me. Because I have total yeah. RBF. That like that. That's how I look when I'm creative, and people me too. don't handle. I know. It well. I leave you alone. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, but like uh, most people, like you know, in band situations, there were band guys that just couldn't get it. Like, bro, what's wrong? It's, it's like, oh, he's 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 being emo. He's being this. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally thinking. And I'm being creative, and now I'm upset because you're in my face. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> like wearing just, a just comedy let me, environment. Let so. me be energy, dude. Like I'm, I'm in here. Like I'm, you know, this is a, this is a complex sort of vibe for me, and I like to immerse. And when I immerse, I, I go away. Like I, I'm not thinking about what my face looks like to you. Yeah, my concentration face is very much uh, not pleasant. Oh, and yeah. somebody brought this up. If somebody tells you to smile. Oh, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Want to smile nice more. Now you're starting to get me all riled Woo! up. I'm starting to remember a lot hey. of stuff. Woo! It takes fewer muscles to smile <laughs> than it does to frown. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I hate good. that one. I hate when they give you the science behind it. That, that makes, <laughs> yeah. That's even more infuriating. Or that if you keep frowning when you look old, is this going to be permanent? Hey. Smile more? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> What? You want to run that by me one more time? I think I heard you. <laughs> so basically, all my phrases I use are bad. Yes. Okay. And when you tell me the best is let uh, is yet to come. Uh huh. That one too. You better run. Hey, sometimes, sometimes you need that hope. Mm -hmm. you better know? run. Attitude of gratitude, my man. Hey, man, maybe we need yeah. to chill out a little bit. Motivation. Maybe I Monday. need to just chill. Maybe this weekend. Listen, we got a week till the big show. I just need to relax. Good luck. Yeah. I need to just chill. Good luck. It's not your style. It's not my style. Maybe I can hit up the uh, the Blue Sage Cannabis Deli today. Ooh. What are they the Blue going? Sage Cannabis Deli. Because today, headline, today the Red Hot Ripplets uh, THC infused come out. How does that work? I don't know. I'm reading how, this on how SDL today. Like, can I smoke some Volpe salami? I don't, I don't. I, I, I guess anything can be infused with. With THC. I don't know. This is from the STL Today. Uh, Blue Sage Cannabis Deli offering THC-infused Red Hot Ripplets to customers for $3.14 to celebrate the grand opening. Ripplets, bro. Rip it. Rip it, Ripplets. Yeah, Operated by Show Me Organics, Blue Sage Cannabis Deli opens today on McCausland between the, the High Point Drive-In and the High Point Theater. You know how much I love Ripplets. Oh, I know exactly where that is. I have a box in my office. Locked with scotch tape that I'm not allowed to open until after Riz Show Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go because I go wild on those things. Was it just for you that box? No, it's oh. for all of us. No, but I locked it. <laughs> okay, I'll unlock it in a couple weeks. It's for I noticed all of us. it disappeared one day. I was like, what? Happened? But the fact remains is, if I'm smoking something, I already know that I'm smoking whatever it is in in my, in my lungs. I don't want anything infused. Doesn't that just add more carcinogens? Perhaps can we just smoke or that's what I'm take saying, a gummy? Man. You know? Can't I just smoke and then eat Red Hot Ripplets? That's what I would want to do. But maybe it tastes better. Nothing tastes better than Red Hot Ripplets. You can't improve it. It's perfect. It's a perfect chip. It's a perfect dust. Well, it speeds things up. You don't have to now spend a few minutes partaking. Searching for snacks. Now you, you got the this. snack yeah. and the weed. I say all yeah. this. I'm a total hypocrite because the uh, the Red Hot Ripplet dust, I use that for almost This is, uh, you know, slip-on shoes. We don't need to tie our shoes anymore. Yeah. Why waste time tying shoes? Why waste time going to the cabinet for snacks when the weed is in the snacks? Wow. I guess posters of the uh, <laughs> Ripplet uh, collaboration 
The snack is in the weed, man. <laughs> the look, weed is the look, snack, I'm, man. Look at this. I'm holding the weed, but I'm also holding the snack. Yeah. Don't you see? Wow. Our dreams have come true, <laughs> man. Ooh, win my tummy, <laughs> dude. But have you ever seen a $20 bill on weed? <laughs> All right, so if you buy, I guess if you buy 100 bucks, if you spend 100 bucks at this place, which is very easy. Yeah. If you've been to these dispensaries, Scott, I know you frequent them. Yeah. Yeah. Got a membership. He uh, love it. I got a punch card. Yeah. You know it's easy to spend a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I had to drag him out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So a hundred bucks, and then you buy this bag of ripplets for three dollars and fourteen cents. Um calls it his ha ha juice. Man, if you clear a bag like I'm telling <laughs> you, and I've talked about this before. I don't know. I don't know, like the milligrams and stuff like that. I'm I'm really ignorant when it comes to how much of the stuff to do. I I don't like it. I don't like it. Too much for me, man. Yeah. If you clear a bag, I mean, are you just a bag of what? If you clear a bag of ripplets. Oh wait a second! I thought you were saying they. I thought you were saying they were putting the ripplets in the weed. I thought there's people are smoking ripplet dust. No. You talking about? Oh, you talking about the? Oh, oh, so the chip has weed in it. The chip is the yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. The chip is the weed. The weed is the chip. I get it now. I didn't know this was an edible. I thought you were talking about smoking something. No. Oh, all right. Well, this is very different. Um. Well, then, yeah. Know your milligrams. As so we did the, the hot chip, the chip challenge. The chip's the weed. We've done the hot chip challenge, and that's painful enough. Can you imagine? Yeah. If you don't know how many milligrams are each one of those. And here, it well, could really mess you I'm up. I'm sure it's got you know a serving size and a bag, and I'm sure everybody's reading and, and calculating. Uh-huh. But what? How? How? You do this on bad chips. You don't do this on the greatest chip ever. You don't do this on a chip that you're going to want to take another bag. I can't even count my calories. Don't give me another thing. Don't give me more math to do. Dude, sober. I'm trying to just eat. Yeah, sober is a judge. I have a difficulty stopping myself from eating more of those chips. Mm-hmm. This would be uh, says, ultimate uh, danger. This is kryptonite for me. She's had the chips before. The owner of the company gave her a sample a long time ago. Uh, Jeanette, how'd they taste? <clears throat> Did they taste just like the ripplets? Like a regular OG, or like have like a have like a little 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 back taste of Mm. uh, little plant OG Kush. (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple Express. I don't know. Red hot. But those are available now at the uh, Blue Sage (laughs) Cannabis Deli. Opens at eight o'clock this morning. Dude, I don't know. I I would. That would. uh, That's kryptonite to me. That would put me down. Got a nice update on last night's show. Lay Narrows officially. Crushed it. Oh, that's great. Nice. I saw some. Uh, is that post from, from I got it from, nope, I got it from audience members, which oh, is an even right. better gauge. Uh, some ratio folks sent me some videos uh, in my phone, said uh, our our beloved Learn knocked it out of the park. Lane Narrow's crushed. The whole show was great. So, congratulations. Mm. Awesome. Uh, Way to go. One red hot ripple bag is 25 milligrams. Is wow, that that's a lot? A lot? I think so. I mean, for me, it would be a, it'd be a ton, man. Is that a lot? You start on the fives. You start on the fives and the tens. See and see what happens. Dude, wait till Red Hot Ripplets uh, does a collaboration with cocaine. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it already is. Woo! That's my point. Man. It already is. <laughs> oh, this is the Red Bull vodka thing. One slows you down. One speeds you up. Your body doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to stop. I'd, I'd clear Dude, four or five bags of free, those. Remember free basing it? Free basing ripplets? Yeah. 
With <laughs> some guys. basement in New York. I love it. Boofing Ripplets, man. <laughs> I'm boofing them. I'd be high for four days. Keep this away from me. Of all the things you'd want to boof, I don't think a pork rind would be at the top of my list. Pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric says it tastes just like regular Ripplets. Okay. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Uh, there is going to be a new uh, attraction down at St. Louis Union Station. So you got the big wheel now, oh. right? You got the big wheel. You got the uh, the aquarium, which I haven't been to yet. Yeah. I did the big wheel. You got the light show on the ceiling? I don't know when that is, but, you know, it's a thing. Yep. Hey, you got the... Uh, the fire... Or the... The ropes course, which, by the way, scared the heck out of me. Haven't done that. That's legit. That's a good ropes course. There's a ropes course, course down there? In oh, the yeah. ceiling, dude. It's terrifying. Of what? what you Union mean? Station. Like, in in yeah. Union Station. Oh, it's just like out in the open? Yeah, the main, yeah, like, the old, it's like two or three stories worth, and you were above everybody, yeah, and it is. where all the restaurants used to be at. My kids did it, and I, I stopped. I went, wow. okay, I, Dad's done here, man. A uh, new amusement ride could join the lineup at St. Louis Union Station, downtown St. Louis. Uh, Lodging Hospitality Management, otherwise known as LHM, is wow. asking for permission from the city to add a wave swing. An attraction in which ride-goers are suspended from the rotating top of the carousel. Oh, is that one of those? Like, like uh, you're attached to the... Um, <laughs> the flying swings? The flying swings. Oh. Okay. Is that what that is? Look up wave swing. Well, you know, we did that big one in Orlando, and then that uh, that tragedy happened. Didn't it, like, collapse like it went down? Oh, no, this no, one looks kid, cool. Kids slipped out. This looks like something you'd see overseas in uh, Europe. Don't you remember? Uh, I came home, and I, t I talked about, like, I used to love heights, and then the entire time I was up in this thing, I was just kind of freaked. A kid fell out? Yeah, dude. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's uh, Orlando... We had to pay extra for the seatbelts in his star swing or something like that. Are you talking about the kid from here? I think so, man. I thought that was like the Superman. Star ride. Here it is, Orlando Starflyer. Don't you remember this? I told you about it, and then like four months later, something it was a tragedy happened. And this thing is enormous, man. It takes you up in the sky, and you're on one of these swings. But is that the, is that the ride where the kid from here here passed away? Uh, I don't think so. That, that may have been one of those. Um, yeah, that was a, the you know these like st the start the Highland Fling or not Highland Fling the uh, whatever that one was. The, the world's tallest well, swing, the Orlando Starflyer. Well, tell me about this tragedy. Okay, let's see. That doesn't is that the same thing as uh, this uh, star this uh, wave swing? I don't think it's as big. But those look that would look really cool down there, if it's as beautiful as those are. That'll look nice. The ride will be next to the Ferris wheel. If approved, construction wouldn't start until 2025. Uh, St. Louis Preservation Board, which considers construction permits as city landmarks, uh, will review the request uh, next week. Yeah, that LHM invested $187 million to make that aquarium. Ferris wheel. Yeah, killing it down there, man. It's nice. Okay. We did the Ferris wheel. Two things. It's all right. Yeah, it's In 2020, cool. a worker, 21-year-old worker, died after pl plunging hundreds of feet. Um, off the state's tallest tourist attraction. He was doing a routine safety check. And then in 2022, a 14-year-old Missouri boy. Wow. Oh, I do uh, remember yeah. that. And this thing, I'm telling you, man, this scared me. Yeah, he's the, the kid from here. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that was that ride. Yeah, but that, that's different than this. 
Yeah, that's they have no regulations down there. That's different. Than yeah, that's Florida. That's Florida. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait, what, what did you call it? A wave flyer? The wave, the wave swing. Wave swing. When I put that in, this is what happens. I mean, it's, a, it's the same thing. It's like an awesome big giant version of the carnival swing. Well, yeah, those are what nice, was once an man. exciting piece of news is now, who cares? Next man. <laughs> Choose joy. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> Would you be more excited about going back into the office if the smell of Indian sandalwood was always wafting through the air? Sure. Say it again. A department store? No, like the office. Like so, the Wall Street Journal had a big article this week, uh, and they're saying that some employers are pumping fragrances into workspaces to improve <sighs> uh, workers' moods. It's like going to Abercrombie and Fitch, man. This is awesome. Now there's not yeah, there's know. not like one magic scent that's doing the trick. Uh, companies are creating like custom blends. It's funny that you say that. Um, probably the third richest guy I know, one of the richest guys I know, has a penthouse on Sunset. And it's like a hotel building. But I didn't know, and nobody knows, it's an unlabeled, unmarked building that's supposed to be a hotel on one side and it's kind of marked. The other side is like penthouses and apartments, right? And when you walk in, it's a secret entrance. A guy walks you into this lobby, and the lobby smells incredible. And it turns out it's like Chanel or something. It's a specific blend. It's a one. It's a one-off smell. Well, that's what these companies that are they doing. pump in through the vent in this one rich, uh, you know, lobby thing. And the whole building, the elevator smells like all, all of it, just on that side. But it's a specific blend that only that smell is only well, there. Well, okay, so okay. these companies are coming up with custom blends, which is like perfect for you, know, an opportunistic person, to come up and you know help companies curate a personalized smell for their company. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that can go. Or wrong. maybe, maybe within the office, you got that one employee that won't shut the hell up about essential oils. You ask him. What would you? I mean, you're kind of. I don't like artificial smells. But what if it's really nice? Well, one company uses uh, uses a scent that incorporates 35 ingredients, guys. I want to smell Today, wood. Asian, sambok, jasmine, mm. which is said to improve happiness and confidence. So this is all Indian oils. sandalwood for alleviating anxiety and Italian pine to fight fatigue. Okay. Which I, think I, this, I think I'm in. Yeah, what should man. this office smell like? I think... Uh, I like all those words. I think smells. shrimp reheated in a microwave. <laughs> that would be pleasant. I like those smells, man. I just want wood. I want like fresh house construction. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Give me that. Okay. Would you be okay with a you know? Yeah, I'm, them, in, I'm in, dude. You know, John Kioski yeah. announces, "Hey, we're we're it's the new scent initiative. Sure. And uh, we need all the employees to I like give their good, suggestions. I'm in. I like a good smell, dude. We've been. I got this aromatech thing." For Tina for Christmas, and honestly, oh yeah, it was a gift for both of us because it is awesome. Our house smells good, just enough. It's not like overbearing, but it's like Glade plug-ins. It's always like you plug something in, oh, and yeah. then it like right in that little zone. Oh. It's so like if it's plugged in next to the couch in an outlet, and you sit on that end of the couch, it oh. almost like burns your eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. But then it doesn't it smell anywhere else. And it's that artificial smell. Yeah. yeah, and you know they just put garbage in yeah. there. Yeah, this is like good, high-end. Oh you put a little uh, oil, it diffuses it, and it just about every... You can set it for wherever you want. It's got levels. I can do it from my phone, and about every, like, once an hour, it just goes... 
<laughs> and it just puts a little, like the snake from uh, Jungle Book, like, trust in me. You can see it kind of like, <laughs> you can yeah. like see the aroma come out. You know, it's like, doing work. Yeah, and it's just like, it's, it makes does it, it look around. like a pyramid? No, nah, it's just like a little cylinder. Uh, they have pyramid ones that are like cool looking fancy um, I, I hate it. walking into a house, especially during the fall months. And people now got to do pumpkin spice. And it's such an overpowering smell of whatever pumpkin spice smells like. And it almost hurt. It's like the air is thick with it. Yeah. Hate yeah, that. Like I you love can that feel s- it on your teeth. It depends on the, the smell, but it takes Amen. me back. Because when we were, we had a, our aunt and uncle, they owned a candle shop. So I grew oh, up with yeah. all those amazing smells. And, and I love it. You know, I was listening to an, art, uh, to an interview with uh, Brett Michaels from, from Poison. And... Uh, I guess he's been going around doing these party gras shows where he invites, you know, a whole bunch of different musicians around. So he's looking for that, you know, party atmosphere. So he's been putting uh, in the fog machines since. Oh, yeah. Wow. Typically, typically the, uh, the, the ones, at least the ones that we used to buy when we were buying them ourselves, has, has vanilla in it. Really? So- Oh, yeah, that's why it smells good. Oh, I've never heard of anybody doing that. He puts like coconut, like a coconut oh, rum yeah. smell. Oh, that's old school. That's that's old 80s, 90s stuff. Well, oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah, well. you could you could buy it with scented or you can put uh, you can put stuff in it, but you got to make sure that you're putting like the right stuff because it can destroy the machine. Yeah, I'm going to upgrade mine. I use one in my bedroom. Yeah, we had one. Oh, did we have it at church or something? We, we had something and our band was using it all the time. And dude, if you if you pack a, 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 a room full of that stuff, it just kind of hovers. It smells like vanilla for two days. Well, if you're out in an amphitheater and you're pumping that stuff out on the stage and in the crowd, yeah, I get, I get it. I smell that stuff a lot. You know, playing playing different shows with fog machines. But I'm telling you, if you if you start doing it at the office, you're gonna start getting tired of the smell, or you won't notice, right? Or maybe you won't notice, but is it, you know you have to have. Does everybody have to agree? Well, you're gonna have that one person that. Probably has an allergy to something good. You know, one one expert warns that you shouldn't that you should know what you're doing. Like for example, combining the scents of lavender, pumpkin pie is a dramatic sexual arousal effect. Ooh, let's do that here at the office. <laughs> All the guys walking around with boners. <laughs> is that lavender and pumpkin pie? Oh, All right. Man. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to go to work. Uh, there have been plenty of studies that show that scents can have a positive effect on your brain, but there are some drawbacks as well, in addition to the sexual arousal. Uh, some people are really sensitive to smells and can even, and even, even a pleasant smell could be distracting and overbearing. You know, others could be allergic, allergic to certain things. Uh, the key is probably to use smells delicately with, with plenty of ventilation, but that's the thing the companies are doing now. Listen, if they do it light enough, fine. But yeah. is it going to be one of those things where you're going to smell like the place you work? Like, you know, like Fazoli's people smell like those breadsticks, man. I'm telling you, they do. They go home, they take their cars smell like Fazoli's. It doesn't, it, you can quit and your car is going to smell like Fazoli's for a year. Hey, you like walking over a house? Like walking over a house and, uh, you know, the smell of a, a fresh baked good? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Banana bread. Banana bread, yes. <laughs> Ooh. And that brings me to what today is. Today is National Banana Bread Day. For real? Holy oh, smokes. Let's do it. Today is National Banana Bread Day. And even though it's delicious, I bet the, I bet there won't be many people out there celebrating, which I think Why? is a shame. But there was a time when banana bread was a global 
phenomenon. Remember, guys, remember four years ago um, when the pandemic was first setting in? Everybody was under, you know, the, the lockdown thing, and there was nothing to do except wait in long lines outside of CVS for toilet paper and watch Tiger King. Mm. <laughs> you may have uh, blocked that from your memory, but there was also a time of peak banana bread. In the spring of 2020, Google searches for banana bread were up 54% worldwide, and everyone was making it. At the time, one person tweeted, quote, why is everyone making banana bread, like specifically banana bread? I get baking is fun to cure boredom, but why banana bread? It's all I've seen people make. Another said, uh, anyone else in their kitchen sipping red wine and aggressively baking banana bread at 9.40 p.m.? Were people eating wow. fewer bananas, like because they weren't taking them to work or something like that? I don't know. Instagram oh, was so flooded. Because that's one of those things. If you got like a, a a brown banana, and you're not a wasteful person, yeah, this you, is the perfect thing. It's easy that's to what make. You use it for right. Yeah, it's easy to make. You just go grab some bread that's grown on a tree outside, and you throw it in a banana. All the starches have broken down. Like so, so it's like it's sugary, sweet brown I like bananas. Some chips on my banana bread. Oh my gosh, yes, dude. And you get it when it comes out when the the, the chocolate's still kind of melty. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. People were, were flooding Instagram with the best banana bread recipes. And remember Chrissy Teigen, who I love dearly? Yep. Chrissy Teigen. The bravest so, one of them all. Dude, so brave. So brave. So brave. She was uh, using banana bread to barter for lettuce in a parking lot. It says something about the power of banana bread, that our passion was this intense, and yet many of us couldn't smell or taste anything. So Maybe now. Now we're four years later. Four years, and has the world mastered banana bread? I don't know. Yeah, Do we have a banana bread that could cure cancer? No, unfortunately. We've moved on to sourdoughs and kombucha and puzzles and board games and virtual Zoom parties and reorganizing closets and working out in the living room and drinking before finally going back outside again. And the wonder of banana bread like that is gone. It's heartbreaking. It had its moment. I invest a lot of money in big banana bread. But don't. Let it become forgotten. Celebrate National Banana Bread Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With that being said, <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> With that being said, KFC is rolling out something new. Oh, boy. Called the Cheetza. <laughs> <laughs> is this a cheeseburger pizza? The Cheetza. No, I want you to. I want you to try to. I'm guessing. You tell me what it is. It is not a cheeseburger not pizza. A, okay. Who's pizza. rolling it out? KFC. Uh, KFC. Oh, chicken pizza. Yeah, yes. it's a chicken pizza. Oh, 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 they're making. They're making the crust out of. Because they got Pizza Hut, so they're teaming up with Pizza Hut. They're creating, and they're putting chicken as a topping. It's really. That's been done. So there are people who get excited when fast food chains announce new healthy options. I've never met any of those people, but I imagine. Uh, I imagine they find a way to enjoy their lives. I don't know. But for everyone else, a, there's this. I wanted it to be a pizza you sent when you caught your spouse cheating. Here's a pizza. Delivery guy, like, here's your caught pizza. Caught you. You and dirty and piece yeah, of yeah. crap. And pepperonis, it would say, caught you. Yeah. What I know what you've been doing. You know what? Let's trademark that. There's some. That's got legs. This trademark, is spelled. That's legal. Ours would be C-H-E-T, you know, C-H-E-A-T dash za. That's this right. This is totally C-H-I-Z-Z-A. Which looks like a different kind of. Same. So the pizza uh, is a mashup of chicken and pizza. Uh, it's not fried chicken on pizza. The pizza's on fried chicken. Guys, this is known as a chicken parm, okay? <laughs> wow. Right. 
<laughs> this is not groundbreaking. But, but this now, is a chicken parm. But now I have to handle it with my hands. Mm -hmm. This is a chicken parm. This is not new. <laughs> I've never heard someone yell at KFC like you yell at KFC. This is not groundbreaking. Italian Americans have been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so the fried chicken, you know, the fillets or cutlets are the crust. You got the sauce, you got the cheese, you got the pepperoni on top if you want. It sounds like pepperoni is the only topping for now. Uh, the Chizza will be available at most KFC locations nationwide starting Monday. And they say it's a limited time thing, but it's unclear how limited. It costs $9.99 on its own, or you could uh, make it a combo meal for $12.99. Apparently, according to the press release, this is uh, they've been selling this all over the world. First time here in the U.S. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen pictures? Yeah. It's, it's this a is, chicken this is the parm. Dumbest. This yeah. is the dumbest. It looks like a gross chicken parm. It's a fried... Imagine like a fried chicken patty off of a, off of a burger, dry. You take that, and then you melt cheap cheese and cruddy pepperoni on top of it. And then you put it all together and you pull it apart as if it's a pizza. Come on, man. You Come on. Some diabetes on there. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm not falling for it. The, go for the bagel instead. This, you know? I thought this was going to be a cool idea. This they blew this. Yeah, come on. You could have done. Fried yeah, apparently it's been a huge hit out in uh, in the Philippines and in India and Thailand, South Korea, uh, Taiwan, Spain, Germany, Mexico. So now it's coming here. Order all right. Pizza. Speaking of pizza, Little Caesars is going to start cutting their pizzas more like, uh, more like uh, I don't know, I was trying to figure out, like burlap at uh, Joanne's Fabrics. Uh, so there is a, a uh, they're testing a new pizza, which will be sold by the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be long rather than being circular or square. Isn't that kind of their gimmick from the early 90s? Remember they had the giant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it called? That was the Bigfoot. That was the Bigfoot. Okay, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. wait. That was Pizza Hut. Pizza no, Hut had the Bigfoot. Pizza Hut ripped off. Little Caesars had it first, and then Pizza Hut came out with Bigfoot. Little Caesars had the um, this huge thing, and then Pizza Hut's very clever, so they just yeah, what was borrowed that, that idea from them. Rafe would know. Rafe used to get the Pizza Hut. Same one that rolled out KFC. Yeah, the Bigfoot was rock and rolled. The Bigfoot from Pizza Hut, but what did Domino, not Domino's, Little Caesars have? Uh, let's see here. I don't know. We didn't have like Little cheesy, Caesars where I grew up. I, I didn't cheesy. either. I didn't get Little Caesars until I moved to St. Louis as an adult, and they kept, that's when Little Caesars kind of blew up. <coughs> the big big cheese. That makes sense. It was something like because yeah, I remember this commercial was cheesy. cheesy. It's like the, a big long. The Dominator. Look at that. Okay, let's they see. They called it the Dominator. The 1990s mm. giant pizza war. Okay, Pizza Hut did the Bigfoot. Pizza Hut the Bigfoot. Little then. Caesars got it started with the big big cheese. Yeah. Go, go uh, scroll back up. I want to see how much it is. <clears throat> so, no, no, down, down, down. They had, like, the stats down a little more. Little Caesar, right there. Stop. Oh, my bad. Uh, oh, my gosh. Less so than nine it was, bucks. It was 11, 11 and a quarter inches by 22 and a half inches. So almost two feet of pizza. 24 slices. 8.88. No That's wonder I had that at every birthday party as a kid. Eight eighty-eight, which is what they really? say, like eight, you know, fifteen dollars now. Oh, my yeah. So Domino's was, uh, they were, they were, they were after the speedy delivery stuff. That was their, uh, that was yeah, their. Domino's was thirty attack. minutes search free. And then Little Pizza Caesars. Pizza Domino's went for the. Yeah, and then Little Caesars did the big big cheese. Yeah. And Pizza then... Hut's Bigfoot was twelve. Okay, Pizza Hut's Bigfoot was two was twelve one foot by two feet. And it was eleven bucks. And man, it. it Dude, this is the one. That, this is the one that everybody remembers. Goes to show you the name matters, 
And then the domino, uh, Domino's got into it and called it the Dominator. But that failed to And dominate. that was 10 inches by 30 inches. So they were even bigger. <laughs> and That's that, ridiculous. And that went nowhere. But it's back now, huh? Here's, here's the, and it says, who won the giant pizza war? Nobody. Aww. All three pizzas are long gone. Long Yeah, the pizza gone. war, you know, it did kill a lot Why? of people, I'm sure. Why do you think that is? Because I will say, every slumber party, birthday party, you nailed it, brother. Like, yeah. That was, that, a, was a, that was a... Little Caesars. You had the Bigfoot or the Little Caesars. The Bigfoot Caesars was all we had, but when it came down into the basement, when someone's mom brought two Bigfoot pizzas down the basement and slapped them on the counter... Couple sawhorses with a board on it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it basically came with a here. I'll see you in a couple days. And yeah. some two liters. They're like in video games. It was like yep. weekend made. Exactly. Well, you didn't have Incredible. to see your parents for. I don't for know. Days yeah, you had everything. Yeah. And to a kid, there was something about it was cooler. Like seeing that big, like the Bigfoot packaging, and having them slide off, and just seeing like a pizza that's clearly like a. It's like a you know, it's like a six foot sub. Yeah. It's cooler to look at mm. than just a bunch of one foot. And it had fun advertisements. Both of, all three of them so had good what, advertisements. What killed the Bigfoot? I don't know. And hey, what happened? I'm telling kids you, kids started have stopped having slumber parties. But, ah. mm. I'll I mean, tell you what, it. though, Little Caesar still is the absolute king of the birthday party. I do. I mean, we've yeah. we've yeah, gotten right. we've gotten so many Little Caesars pizzas because it's like a, oh They're we got the, now we have twenty people coming over. Ah, has t- eleven kids. Okay, yeah, let's just get this. Yeah, and you know what it is. It doesn't have to be good. No, it's it easy. It's cheap. cheap. Everybody knows what but they're getting. But they're coming in for birthday party pizza. The nice thing with Little Caesars is, is it may not be the greatest of all time, but it's still good. It's like eh, it's okay. It's good. Like, it's actually pretty good. At a party like that where you're not going to eat too much, you're just for the price. It's like five it's bucks great. a pizza or something. It's great. Yeah. It's crazy. I think to the palate of a child, they have, kids don't know good pizza. They don't know. No, and you're just like. It seems like, oh man, your dad's rich. Like, no, he spent twelve dollars on nineteen pizzas. <laughs> Dude, that 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 big one from from I know, but we didn't know that eight eighty eight. But as a kid, I was like, oh, your parents are rolling in it, brother. Two Bigfoots. Whoa, wow. <laughs> whoa! Look at Chad. Must be an oil man. Oh, we can't get this here. Virginia, North Carolina. For now. For now, they're gonna start doing it. So they're testing it. So one, so it's going to be pizza by the yard. Um, one version features a full yard of Detroit-style pizza, eight slices of three-meat treat, and eight slices of pepperoni. The slices will be end-to-end to stretch out to one yard, which is equal to three feet or 36 inches. So you could buy 30, 36 inches of pizza. Dang. Golly. What is it, five bucks? 20 bucks a yard. Look at this. So pizza by the foot is something they did years ago, and it comes in this giant box. Yeah, that I thing remember, is that awesome. Was, it was so fun when that rolled in. So for now, they're going to do it in select locations in Virginia, North Carolina. But if it's a hit, they're going to do it nationwide. Twenty bucks a yard. You know, forget testing this, North Carolina. They should have teased it in a Super Bowl ad, and, and oh my gosh, yeah. And you know that worked as a as a as a play on yards in football. I think they dropped the ball on this. That would have given them an idea of how popular it would be. Maybe of course, that would have cost them seven million bucks. Yeah, maybe spot, they had seven million hanging around. I'm having pizza tonight. That's it. It's not fair. That's it. Um, and other uh, food news. Um, you might be able to love that chicken from Popeyes more easily. So, Restaurant Brands International, the company that owns. Popeyes is planning to open 900 new, uh, new locations. 
uh, in the U.S. and Canada by 2028. Can they replace one or two that's in our area? <laughs> Uh, they also plan to uh, include some of their other restaurants, Firehouse Subs and Tim Hortons. That's all the same company? Yeah. Wait, so is this... Wait, say that again about Tim Hortons? And... Restaurant Brands International. Yeah. Okay, owns Popeyes, they own Firehouse Subs, and they own Tim Hortons. Are Which... they coming... Tim Hortons? No, nah, it already failed They here. tried it here. I know, but... It's not going to work. It failed here, man. Oh, so good. So overall, this company is going to have about 40,000 restaurants internationally. 40,000. smokes. Tim Hortons didn't work here. Did you, I mean, did, how many times did you go? I went a lot. Because there was one by the station. There used to be one. And so I would uh, swing over there all the time and grab food, and then there was one down on uh, Lindbergh. Yes, I'd, I'd get that one. Yeah, those were the two. And that was, those were quick in and out. Yeah, I loved them, and like dude, those were quick, great. quick in, like quick opened up. Oh, man, Tim Hortons. And then gone. Oh, man. I thought Wendy's and they're was good. the rumored owner of that. I don't think I ever want. What happened there? They're good. Yeah, that's a yeah, bummer. Are good, man. They're still in the north everywhere, and yeah. they're all over Canada, obviously. But they're huge in like Buffalo, yeah. New York, uh, anywhere near the Canadian border. And though. I get excited when I see them. It's like there's a Myers and uh, and uh, we're a, Tim Hortons. I'm excited. We're a Duncan town. I feel like something happened though. Yeah, the guy got. I, I think it was like a financial problem. The, the owner, the franchise ownership he, group had. He, yeah, he had a just didn't he. Disagree or something with the main company, and that's why I shut him down. Nah, you never like, know. Hmm? You never know. Nah, you never know. We 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 yeah. heard what we heard. <clears throat> it is a bummer, though. Yep. Uh, let me see here. December twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Headline: Tim Hortons closes all St. Louis locations. No, man. I'm curious about the uh, the Popeyes thing though, because I mean, like, I, I, again, the 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 couple Popeyes that I've been to around here, <clears throat> they are trashed up, dude. They need fixing. So whoever's in charge of those, like somebody, help them. Instead of coming in here and, and building some more, like help these franchisees or something. Same with they, Church's Chicken. They need to take up a collection. Is it? Where, where are Fix churches? Fix the place up. Uh, only, there's a Church's. Wasn't there one on? Uh, there's one on Woodson and Overland just got remodeled. What's the place that I went King's to? That's on King's Highway if you go far enough north. Like what place? Remember, I went to a chicken place and I didn't know what, which one it was. Lee's. 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 That was Legit. really good. Yeah. It's, it's a hidden. I think it's underrated. I have a lease by my house. And my favorite it. location is the Skeeter. It is? Yeah, I don't know why. I just love that because you leave the pageant, you get, I don't know, there's something special. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Lee's chicken fingers are awesome because they're like, they use the OG original recipe batter and like they're real chicken fingers. And Still have never had it. Yeah, they got a they hot got, honey sandwich. They right got now. good honey mustard. When I used to have sweet tea, that was also go over there because it was they like a dollar a for that jug. Oh, yeah, they still do. Hey, still I, get a gallon. I, I do want to give credit to uh, listener Mike for this. Mike? Uh, listener Mike sent this over, and uh, he sent this over actually last Friday when you were not here, Rafe. Okay. And he said, wait till Rafe comes back because he wants your opinion on this stuff. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, this is from fox2now.com. Headline, dad uses data to rank the best sandwiches in St. Louis. A sandwich-loving father is using a spreadsheet to come up with the best St. Louis area sandwiches. He has raided many sandwich shops so far in the St. Louis area oh and started blogging about the city in September of 2023. The guy's name is uh, Chris Calmer. That's a different guy than our sandwich reviewer. He says, my day job is doing internet marketing for a startup, and I was looking for a creative outlet that combined my love of food, internet experience in St. Louis, thinking longer term, 
I wanted to create a digital record for my kids of all the experiences we have in the city. And he has, has his blog called All Around St. Louis. He says, I'm very opinionated and data-driven about silly things. I keep an informal power ranking in my head of the best sandwiches in the city. As my buddies and I went to lunch every week, I kept finding better and better places. And he said he started bringing a ruler and scale to lunch with his buddies. <laughs> and it like snowballed this. from there. He keeps track of price, overall sandwich weight, meat weight, length of sandwich, and time to sandwich. From the time you get in line to the time you're eating. How long does that take? Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, now, from there, he tries to score each sandwich on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best. <clears throat> and they're all relative to a Subway score. So Subway is the baseline. Like sub, the Subway, <laughs> subway is the 5 oh, or the 0? Man, so, I'm already might be out on this guy. A score of, okay, so 1 to 10. Well, he's probably using that. No, so no, it's readers. like the bottom level, right? Yeah, he's, pro he's probably. That's like being like. I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you, think, if, if you think from his, like, writer's perspective, his readers have probably all, they're all familiar with That's Subway. That's the scale. So all he's, right. he's basically yeah. just setting a control. Exactly. I think this is brilliant. It's not a bad idea. I think it's brilliant. So he says a score of 5 to 7. The five to seven range is better than Subway. Okay, so Subway is a four or five. Seven, the mean? Seven one to seven nine is a good local deli, but may not be worth driving to. Eight to eight point nine, you're not crazy for driving fifteen to twenty minutes to get there. Not and any score nine and above, bring out of towners and family there. Okay, a score of less it. than five means something has gone wrong. Okay. And I have the top thirteen is. So number thirteen is Snarfs. Snarfs is good. That's a that's a college yeah. type chain. They they put it near colleges. It's it's almost like the pita pit for sandwiches. Wait, Snarfs he gave a six point four. And they have to tease me because I'm on the way home and six point four. Six point four. I was going to give it a six. Six point four. I think that's Wait. I think that's and, accurate. Yeah. But five to six point five is Subway. Five caliber? to seven is better than Subway. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so five sub to Subway seven is, is better than Subway. Yeah. Subway is the control under five. But Snarfs okay. is always a safe bet if you're in a always a safe bet. It's late night. It's good. It's well, gramophone. Two o'clock in the morning. Gramophone. He gives a six point seven. Oh, gramophone. That's at a twelve. That was at a ten. Yeah, at a ten. At a possible uh, ten points. Gramophone's a seven point eight. Here's a problem I have with this. From everything you said so it's far, it's subjective. Before, that might be about the weight too. Let's take the subjectivity of taste out of it. I don't know how much weight he's giving. Each metric. To each metric, which I'm like, you might wait a little longer at the gramophone if it's packed, but right. the, the goods are good. You know, and I'm like, so did okay. that, did he have that? Are you trying the sides? Are you factoring in the fact that it's like, the, it, you can get that sandwich at 3 o'clock in the morning? I don't know, man. There's some metrics missing here, but go ahead, continue. I just want to go ahead. Again, he's price, overall sandwich weight, meat weight, length of sandwich, time to sandwich. I kind of understand what he's saying. I still give a, yeah. a seven point eight to the gramophone. I would give a gram. I would gra give gramophone a seven five. Seven five be being good local deli. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the area, hit it up. Hmm. Uh, Adrian is on the hill. Is I, number eleven. I gotta get some paper out. This is pissing me off. I'm not sure I've had that. Oh, dude, it's man, great. That's great. That is that is a <clears throat> that is definitely an eight five for me. Yeah. Man, that was a surprise. He gives Adrianus a 6'9. We were, uh, we went to, I forgot what restaurant we were trying to go to. This Where's a few this years guy ago. from? It's from here. <clears throat> okay. But yeah, we did the Adrianus on the hill because uh, it was like the next best option, or so we thought, and we ate there. And 
Dude. That instantly became one of our favorites. It was what was very, his gramophone ooh, score? Six, very eight, six, St. Louis, St. Louis bread. Yeah. Okay. Mom's Deli's number 10. You gave that a 7 1. I don't think I've had that. I haven't had that. Now, right. as far as all the prices go, that's the cheapest. It's great. That's down in South City, right? Uh, Avaldi's. He gave a 7 2. 7 2. I don't know if I've had that either. Uh, Joya's. He gave a seven eight at number eight. Seven eight, man. Seven eight is good local deli, but may not be worth driving to. This guy. Wow. Um, this okay. list is just seven, stupid. Seven eight. Um, I actually, I think I agree. I think I agree with him. I think I agree. Yes, what, what, when I'm there, it's just, it's incredible. It's great. So um, it's worth driving. It's, it's, it's our local deli. It's right here. And great. You wouldn't but, drive 15 minutes for incredible. Um. Gotta have he's to, not saying it's have incredible. Have to be in a very specific. No, he's not. That's what I'm saying. He's saying it's like if you happen to trip and fall into the deli, go to Joy's. It's incredible when it's in my mouth. It's, it's, like it's either near Snarf's or there. It right. is incredible. He's when it's saying in my mouth. it's within a 15 minute drive of yourself. I'm saying the overall where for you me. are. I want to hear what the top seven is seven, are. Joy's is eight. Vivola's number seven. Vivola's is. You gave an eight one. Definitely for me. You gave that an eight one. For me, it's an eight six. The only thing that probably gets it down is if. You just happen to be there during the lunch rush. You'll you'll brother. wait for a while because they're you know they're all like handmade and it's it's the brothers. Remember, eight one is you're not crazy for driving fifteen to twenty minutes to get there. I've definitely driven out of my way. And I what, I did, I, what did I say this morning? This is pissing me off. What did I say this morning? What'd you say this morning? I said, Oh, you're getting a sandwich. Though. I said, In two weeks, I'm going to Vivola's. <laughs> uh, I got it scheduled. I like I need it. A place I've never been to is Nomad STL. Never, never heard of that. He gave that an eight three. He says Whoa. their specialty is pastrami, which I need to know about this place. What's it called? What? Nomad. What? Nomad STL. Is that even a sandwich shop, or is it just a sandwich featured at a restaurant? It must be a sandwich because the oh, it looks like a Jewish deli. The first, yeah, the first photos that pop up are, is a salad, wangs. Uh, they have wangs on there. Let's see what else is on here. Dude, looks great. Nomad STL. Small pizza, large pizza. Um, he said that pastrami sandwich is 8.3. Grinders, wraps. Uh, Parker's, Parker's table was number five. Never heard of that either. You get that an 8.5. Parker's table. Parker's Have you heard table? of that? No. Here's the other problem I'm having. Now the word five. At Oakland and Yale. He's being very specific now about types of sandwiches now that we're getting into the top. You know what I mean? Like, what did you have at Joya's? What did you have at Gramophone? What did you have at Vivola's? Now you're getting into a specific, like, oh, the pastrami sandwich. Okay, cool. There's a lot of places that have one item. We're talking sandwich shops, brother. Salome Bedu? Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that that's their good. specialty. Still uh, saying that looks pretty awesome. Salome well, Bedu. that's like, uh, what, what that's that? the product. Like, that's, um. What? Like, uh. Like, that's the brand? Yeah. Like, Boris Oh, really? That's Eric Yeah, but that's here, husband. though. So, uh, so that's a St. Louis company. Salume Bedu is a St. Louis Yeah, it's like company? Volpe. Oh, okay. No yeah, I love some Volpe. That's awesome. I didn't know about that. But Volpe is a brand. I see. All right. I was Bedu raised on Volpe. Is, uh, I think that's baby. a place, though, too. All right. Look at that. It almost looks like a muffaletta bread. Uh, I'm into muffaletta. I like a good muffie. Number four. That, I think that is a muffaletta. Um, number four is Legrand's, which gives an 8.6. Uh, love Legrand's. Yeah, I do, I think too. that is accurate. I'm going to say 8. Eight six. I'm, I'm gonna, down for I'm an eight say six. I'm gonna say eight point zero. 
Uh, number three, Union Loafers, which tried for the first time actually with Rafe uh, yeah. last year. Learned and I went there too. Yep. Eight, nine. Slip on just fine. Eight, nine. Eight, nine. It, dude, that you was. You ate a, nine there? That was a hell of a sense. Stop it, Scott. Eight, nine. <laughs> is, that, is that how you would rate it? Why oh, did yeah. you wait until that? Eight, eight, eight nine. Two. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. That is. Dude. You got to go to Vavola's with me and have it fresh. Just right there. Just. All right. Yep. Eight, nine for Union Loafers. Number two was Carl's Deli. I don't know, Carl. Nine, three. Nine, three. Wow. Hold on. Good work, Carl. Carl's Deli, St. Louis. Uh, okay, let's see. Here's the menu. Um, this is a bad <clears throat> time for me to be trying to lose weight. I know. I know. I want to go to all these places. Now. <laughs> Home of the famous overstuffed <clears throat> sandwich since 1969. Here's a sandwich and a pickle that is overstuffed. Strong. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Look at that, and Clayton. Yeah. Clayton and Demon. All right, Italian hard salami. I've Ooh. never been. I can't. I can't comment on this. I didn't know this existed. Where is it at now? Clayton and Demon. Serving the best hot pastrami sandwich. What the hell? That looks like Katz's. Those words together make me nervous. Don't they? Don't they make you what? nervous? What hot pastrami? I feel like it's. Uh, it's no, it's man. Dirty. Are you kidding? I, I feel like it's dirty. I shouldn't be saying it out loud. They had a bologna sandwich. My favorite sandwich of all time is Katz's hot pastrami. Man, it was good. Yeah, that sounds. Katz's was good. That I sounds like a movie type. That's, that's the only like tourist trap that you got. It's actually there's yeah. a reason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and number one was Blue City Deli, uh, which you gave a nine seven. Nine seven. Okay. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would say it's eight nine, eight point nine. Yeah. The gap between Blue City and some of the ones that he gave sevens to. Is not that wide, but it might be because of like the time and the weight. So Blues Deli is a it's a it's a bigger sandwich, and they're they're fast because they have to be. Yeah, I would like to know if he if as far as the scoring goes, and what time did he go to each of these restaurants? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that uh, makes a difference. And what he ordered? Yeah, good point. Good point. And I'm like, yeah, there's so much on the menu at a place like there's so many wild things on the menu at a place like uh, uh, Gramophone. Gramophone, Vivola's. I'm like, like a, if you went wild like and you minions. ordered something, you know, you ordered something at Gramophone that's not. I'm like, did you go in and ask the people, hey, what's your best sandwich? What's your, what's the banger here? Did you order the banger at each place or did you go in and have what you were in the mood for? Then you didn't like that specific thing and that dinged some of these places. All right, now yeah. he explains why he, why he scored some places the way they did. Like, okay. Um, Quality of bread, he says, uh, you know, the bread is one of the most, one of the biggest sources of, of, of flavor on the sandwich, which is why Union Loafers scored so high. Uh, sauce both pieces of bread, if you're going to put sauce on bread, like that makes a difference. Put salt on the toppings, specifically tomatoes, like he looks at those little things. Um, interweave layers of cheese toppings and meat for different flavors. He says bacon and avocado are cheat codes, so they disqualify sandwiches somewhat from ranking well. Okay. Avocado? Based avocado. on what? Your personal uh, opinion? I yeah, guess so. I guess. That seems like a Bro, fancy I, mayonnaise upgrade because it's basically mayonnaise flavor, but yummy. Okay, what else? I understand what I understand what he's saying there. If you put <laughs> if you put bacon on there, well, then you might as well say that about tomatoes or lettuce or anything else. It's uh, yeah. okay, it doesn't. It's kind of weird to make a line. Yeah, bacon is those two. No, but it's very strange to make a line. Okay. 
Yeah. Pepper's fine. He's supposed to be helping out everybody with different uh, different palettes and different interests. And, and you're going to make a, a personal line? Whew, I don't know. That's dangerous. It's dangerous. I'd like to talk to this guy. You're about to upset it's people. So dangerous. <laughs> yeah, dude, I live right by Union Loafers. I love the drama, dude. <laughs> I love Union Loafers. It's great. I live by it. Not even in my, not in my top ten. Really? Wow. No. Oh, when I had it, maybe ten, ten or nine. When it was I great. Had it, it was a top five. It was a top fiver for me. Huh. It's, it's, there's not I enough variety. <clears throat> well, I mean, and if that, you're just gonna have like soup and a sandwich for lunch, it's great. And that's bread the, is great. I don't need variety. I, I need something that's good. Oh, dude, but I I know what you're saying, but but you can you can only I have mean, one sandwich so much for one sandwich. Yeah, you do, but you go to Katz's once a year if you're lucky. We're talking about places that offer like I'm not saying everybody should, but I think it should be factored in. Like like Rafe is talking about, I agree with him. Vivolas and Gramophone and maybe one or two others Enjoy there. Us. They have an entire giant menu of just ten exceptional, sandwiches. exceptional, yeah. award-winning sandwiches. sandwiches. Those menus that are off the chain. That's, that's what I mean. Had, had a big selection of sandwiches. They re they really don't. They really don't. They got a, they got about look up their menu. I bet there's less than ten. And I'm not saying Le that's Grand's a bad thing. Grand's has the biggest menu I think of all. Yeah. I'm not Grand's saying that's a bad thing. I'm, I'm just saying I'm that not that, either. That should be an extra you, point or two. Would you say Legrand's is good at number at number four? I don't want to talk trash. Because I love Union Loafers. Yeah, well, no, nobody's talking trash. We're talking about the best of the best already. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get in touch with this guy. Got to have him on. Yeah, they have yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If you count egg salad, 11 sandwiches at Union Loafers. They got a turkey and Swiss, a bistro beef, smoked beet. Does that even count? No. Not in my world. Get out of here. Chicken salad, nut butter, ham and cheddar. Bacon, turkey, Bianca, disqualified. Just a Toscano. Because of the bacon. Yeah. Beef and buttermilk and an egg salad. So really, there's only meat on six sandwiches there. That, come on. Top three? Come on. Listen. I do want to know what his thought is. Get the Scott, I want to know his opinion. Get in touch with this guy. Okay. See if he can come on. Tell him it will be a hostile interview. All Look right. At this. Look at this. I want him to uh, also try the King Scott over did at he have, Smoke. Did he have other reasons? I'm really invested in this now. Did he have other? What was the others disqualifiers? How's that? I, I don't know. Besides, just, I, what did he give that? He had a terrible rating right. for that. Well, well, I didn't know if he had more. Well, I got all bent out of shape about the bacon and avocado thing and kind of cut you off. I wanted to make sure we we're getting all the facts. I already saying go to Carl's. It should also be an extra point. I don't know Carl's, so I, I can't comment on that. It should also be an extra point if you go in and there's like um, not a special and not a secret menu, but like something where they're doing it. Um, Day of or something? Like these guys, I've talked to these guys extensively, and I know I sound like a uh, advertisement uh, for them or whatever, but the, the Vivola guys, like they, those guys are always looking for different meats and different yes. cheeses and all these yeah. high-end things. And if yes. you go in and you say, give me the masterpiece, that's not the same sandwich every day. They yes. will do a different sandwich every day it's depending so on awesome. Preach, what brother. they have. Come on, man. <laughs> give all an extra right. point. All what really, are you thinking? I'm about to start rolling in the aisles here. I'm getting All right. inspired. Calm down, everybody. Calm I'm down. Going, I'm going today. Same thing with, uh, I mean, you got to look at the whole, the, the sum of its parts situation here, man. You go into gramophone, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to get... Yeah. You're going to get garlic truffle mashed potatoes with red hot riplets mixed in. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. something better than most of the, the country sides, even has dude. You're getting homemade to. mac and cheese. It comes with one of those little tinfoil pie pans. It's hot. You drunk yeah. fool, you're eating like a right, king. All right, all right. <laughs>
All right. Sorry, dude. You have become the object. I don't know why I'm directing this all to you. It's not your fault. If you tell me to choose joy, I should tell you to choose joy. Choose joy is. <laughs> choose joy is. Choose joy is, yes. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. <laughs> Who's coming with me today? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? That's the only question I've got. All right. Got. Today's uh, Team Riz Member of the Day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis' home for blues hockey. From St. Louis, Ellie Jablonowski is our yeah. Team Riz Member of the Day. Ellie Jablonowski. Uh, Ellie is a police officer who never misses an episode of the Riz Show. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for all you do. Uh, always make sure to catch up on the current episodes via the podcast whenever she works the night shift. Huge fan of the new uh, new editions of both Rafe and Learn of the show. Appreciates Learn's female perspective whenever various topics are discussed. And Rafe always manages to make her cry from laughter just about every episode. Uh, Ellie loves to play along with all the games that are uh, presented. Her favorite segments are the end of the week e-memoriam, match up with Moon, around the horn, or just the two of us. Ellie Jeblinowski from St. Louis. I said Officer Ellie. Thank is you. our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They're going to help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for... More than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points, and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? 
nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chestrel Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Warhorse, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Now, with 25% more ass ruling. Happy birthday, Riz! Ha 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 Alright, welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Phone number 314-624-3833-618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show, your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Instant feedback to the 1057thepoint mobile app. So, Rafe's in-memoriam in just a little bit. We will have uh, your Friday Fail stories. Uh, comedian Duncan Trussell will be here. Hey. He'll be here around 9. He's at Helium Comedy Club today and tomorrow. But before we get to all that, uh, some business to attend to. A mood, if you would, shut down the votes for the Craigslist Free of the Week. Shut down. Done. And thank you for all your votes. Here's how it all shook out. So, learn red. Three new ads for us yesterday. You guys voted. You named them. And one of these ads moving on to the Freak of the Year. Tournament of Champions. So here's how it all shook out. In third place with 8.3% of your vote, it was nominee number one, Yelly Kapowski. Oh, Yelly Kapowski was a gal. She wants you to call and uh, basically just uh, talk horribly to her. Um... Call her a bitch. Explain how badly she sucks. Threaten her. Threaten her family. She'll be chilling while you do it. That's right. Don't forget that. All right. That's your third place finisher in second place with 9.5% of your vo- uh, votes. It was Pat Hayjack. Uh, this is an American living in London. He likes the smell of hay. Uh, so he wants to basically rent your barn so he can roll around in it and Joe. By the yep. way, he can pay the boring way with money or the fun way with his body. Either I way vote works. for the fun way. Mm-hmm. Hey. And, ladies and gentlemen, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week with 82.1% of your vote. It was nominee number three, ladies and gentlemen, Crawley Shore. Crawley Shore, man for woman, 41 years old, Ottawa. I want to bang while we are covered in creepy crawly bugs. You and me and thousands of six-legged partners in this ultimate insect orgy. 
I started keeping ants in an ant farm in my room as a hobby when I was nine. I would take them out and play with them and enjoyed the ticklish feeling of the ants crawling on my legs and thighs. By 13 or 14, I had added snails and cockroaches to my collection. I was becoming increasingly obsessed with it. I soon began punishing myself while the ants crawled on me. In my mid-teens, I would put honey on my willy and let the ants walk all up on me. By age 35, I was masturbating several times a week while roaches crawled on my thighs and testes. And snails crawled all over my nips and willy. <laughs> Sometimes... <laughs> The 41-year-old guy calling his penis a willy, which is, okay? <laughs> Pretty cool. Sometimes I would hold a frog against my willy and get off on the squirming as it tried to escape. They've always felt... I have always felt disgusted by this habit, but derive no pleasure from normal sexual activities. My psychiatrist suggested that this paraphilia developed as an alternative outlet after my normal sexual expression became associated with the trauma of my mommy punishing me when she found out I had a sexual fetish. Now that I understand my condition, I finally embraced it. And I want to find someone else who, like me, will dive into a kiddie pool filled with ants, roaches, slugs, snails, centipedes, and any other insects. We will have sex. While our bodies are enveloped by the sensations of thousands of little legs crawling and slithering all over our skin and into every crack and crevice. Tickling and biting us as we have mad, passionate sex. I am open to reptiles like snakes, lizards, and frogs, too, if you're into that. Sincerely, right. Crawley Shore. There you go. Crawley Shore. Our go. official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the Freak of the Year and Tournament. Wow. I'm happy for him, man. And yeah. uh, we uh, we thank you for your votes. And uh, as we mentioned, probably the most important vote you'll cast all year. Could be. Probably the most important vote you will cast all year. Appreciate it. All right, today is February 23rd. Back in the day, 97 years ago, 1927, President Calvin Coolidge signed a bill creating the Federal Radio Commission, now known as the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. The name changed back in 1934. Uh, 70, uh, 79 years ago, 1945, Associated Press photographer Joe Rosenthal took an iconic photo in Japan, the raising of the U.S. flag on Iwo Jima. Uh, 46 years ago, 1978, there was a tie for Song of the Year at the 20th Grammy Awards. For some reason, they couldn't choose between Debbie Boone's You Light Up My Life and Barbara Streisand's Evergreen, which was the love theme to uh, A Star is Born back in 1977. Hmm. Can't hear. I can't hear her I name. I know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to say it right now. Go ahead. Okay. So the uh, in music language, you in the <laughs> studio, you come up with your own music language and a drum fill. They have different names. There's the Stallone, which basically kind of sounds like a Rocky thing, and then we uh, we have the Pat Boone Debbie Boone, which is the snare time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pat Boone Debbie Boone. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> Uh, that's from Jason at, uh, at Sawhorse. He calls it the Pat Boone Debbie Boone. Pat Boone Debbie Boone. Uh, 41 years ago, 1983, <laughs> Men at Work won the Best New Artist Award, and Richard Pryor won Best Comedy Recording. That was at the 25th Grammy Awards. Song of the Year that year came from Willie Nelson. Can the Willie Nelson fan or fans in this room tell me what song won Song of the Year? In which year? 1983. Uh... And it was Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, Song of the Year. 83. 1983. Only Willie? Not a duo? Willie Nelson. This is solo. 
Willie Nelson solo. This is uh, probably his, this is probably his biggest hit that everybody would know. On the road again? Uh, uh, besides that, the thunder rolls. Blue eyes crying in the rain. Uh, yep, always on my mind. Always on, on my mind. So Willie Nelson won for, for always on my mind back in '83, and uh, Toto won album of the year and record of the year on the strength of their song Rosanna. Uh, 25 years ago, 1999, TLC released their third record, Fan Mail, featuring No Scrubs. That same day, Eminem puts out his first major label album, the Slim Shady LP. 18 years ago, 2006, the one billionth legally downloaded song was bought on iTunes. That song, Speed of Sound by Coldplay. And three years ago in 2021, Tiger Woods crashes his car driving south in Los Angeles Basically snapping both of his legs. Remember when uh, that happened? Yeah. Everybody was like, well, that's, that's over. it for That's mm-hmm. it for Tiger. And uh, obviously he's not the same, but he's back playing golf. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Did he say he fell asleep? Was that what it was? Uh, in the morning, right? I thought it was some like a... What's yeah, the story? Yes. I don't know what yes, that was the story. There were... A lot of rumors and allegations floating around, if I remember correctly, of maybe some non-prescription medication. Yeah! I don't know. I wasn't there. there. But what do we know? What do we know? (laughs) All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Crap on Celebrities is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Machine Gun Kelly. He's had a bunch of new tattoos. Talked about it the other day. Uh, he's been making waves for his latest piece. He's it's it's huge. It's all black. Covers the majority of his arms, his shoulders, his chest. The ink certainly is a bold move, and one that captured the attention. It looks like he's wearing a like a like a half jacket. shirt, like a half shirt, yeah, like a long sleeve half shirt. It's I mean physically, it's pretty cool looking. Like it looks okay. So it looks like a vest with long sleeves that comes up to like his belly button and the front's open. Yeah. You think it looks good? Okay. No, I mean, the tattoo itself <laughs> okay. looks good, but it's weird because it, t- it covers a whole bunch of good-looking tattoos. Like, yeah. I had good ink. Mm. Um, well, anyways, it captured the attention of another bold character, one Joe Exotic of Tiger King ah, fame. Yes. This dude has a romantic interest now for the new look on Kelly. In a comment on uh, MGK's Instagram post, Exotic wrote, <laughs> quote, a tiger and a bit of meth and you would be mine, LOL. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I saw this story. I was laughing the whole time. He then shared a photo on his Instagram, adding next, quote, a tiger and a little bit of meth. A meth. I can make MG gay, MGK gay. MG gay. Uh, he later <laughs> shared another photo of MGK's tattoo and wrote, once you go Tiger King, you'll forget about the fox. In a reference uh, to, uh, you know, Megan yes. Fox. Uh. He also wrote the image, um, wrote on the image itself and put, now that we're practically a new item, help me get the hell out of here. <laughs> Gosh. Woo! So he'll try anything. Yeah, he's waiting for that pardon. He's trying Mm -hmm. to get anybody's attention to help him get out of jail. Darius Rucker is a fan of Beyonce joining the country music space, saying he's loving her new country music and hopes it finally lands for a coveted album of the year Grammy. Now I could tell you this whole story and and how the story was written, but it won't do it justice because once I heard the audio, I'm gonna go ahead and say Darius Rucker isn't as excited as the article made it seem. He sounds like my uncle reacting to something where my uncle doesn't really want to say it, but kind of says it. Listen, you to gotta this. say something nice because the microphone's in front. Exactly. Of your face. Mm-hmm. Here's Darius Rucker. Everyone's talking about Beyonce's new song, Texas yep. Hold'em. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? Great song. You love it? Yeah. 
this could be Beyonce's album of the year moment. Could be. I hope it is for her. You hope it is? Yep. Could, it, could, it, could, it, could this be it? Could be it. Yep. What a leading could interview. Be. Yeah, dude. What a terrible yeah. interview. But 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 they got the quotes that they wanted. That you know he's a big fan of Beyonce. What, but what's he supposed to do? You can't insult Beyonce. You get no. attacked from every direction. Didn't he? Did he say, "Don't you love Beyonce song?" And he went, "Yep, yeah." What <laughs> the <laughs> hell? Con- and that yeah, you can definitely tell what he's a like, leading I have question. Not heard it. Dude, single second yeah. of that song. Number one though, right on Billboard. Right? Yeah. No, it's number one on like a one particular type of country chart, but like it's a. Uh, there's some. It charted it's, at number one in some sort of country genre, though. Yes, I saw yeah. that. In one, in one particular Just one. Just because Beyonce puts a cowboy hat on. Yeah. I read a whole country. thing about like the differences on, on the charts and how that all works. I see people complaining about it, but I'm, I'm not going like, to walk into this. Maybe examine what's charting in country music right now instead of being mad at Beyonce. The fact that maybe look, take a long, hard look at your bro stadium country. And see that it's not that different. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love how the article was all about like Darius Rucker's yeah, a big, I feel bad for a big him. fan. And, he's like, <laughs> and then you hear the interview, he goes, Yep. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. You say Alan Jackson had that song, uh, they've gone country and is kind of talking about, you know, mocking everybody that's tried pop and all this stuff, and they're like, Well, I want to cash in and get money out of country. So Yeah, what is song. he supposed like, to say when he's when those questions are put that way? Yeah, Beyonce failed at all those other genres. Well, no, no, I'm hurry. just saying, you know, like, he just talks like hey, they want the next yeah. cash grab in this yeah. country. And that's where everyone's going. So, uh, Eva Longoria is back in front of the camera. She's been cast in Hulu's Only Murders in the Building, season four, in a recurring role. Details regarding the new season's plot and character descriptions remain under wraps. I, I watched the last season. I, f- I finished it out maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, it's I good. love season one. Meryl Streep was in the last one. She will be reprising her role of Loretta Durkin. Uh, the first three seasons of the comedy um, t- took place in New York City. It is confirmed that this one will be in California. Uh, uh, really? <clears throat> yeah. I think this will be the end. Bassist Tim Comerford isn't sure Rage Against the Machine is actually done. Even though Brad Wilk posted last month that the four, quote, wouldn't be playing live or touring again, Comerford told Rolling Stone, I just wait for somebody to tell me what to do. Brad said what he said, and I'm and he's one step above me. He's in the number three spot. I'm the low man on the totem pole. He added that he's waiting for the band's own version of the bat signal. Those saying, I'm just waiting for the rage light to get shined up in the clouds. He's just riding his bike, man. He's, like man. A mountain, he's a mountain bike rider. Did you hear his la- latest song? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's got like a, uh, it's, I forgot what it's, it's called. Not a, seven, it's a seven, band. Or, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a band that he's fronting. And he's fronted a few. Remember that yeah. rat something? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the first one that they released was awesome. Oh, I love it. it. It's almost like a Biffy Clyro meets Rage kind of feel. I like it. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, I'm just going to ride my bike until they tell me to play for Rage, and I'm... Yeah, whatever. Do you have that song, I Like to Ride My Bike? Is that the same? Kings of Leon have announced a new song, album, and upcoming tour. Can We Please Have Fun will be released May 10th uh, with his first single, Mustang, which is out now. Uh, Uh, A little Mustang? Here's a little Mustang. Kings of Leon. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> the John Wick spinoff Ballerina, starring Anna De Armas, uh, has had its release date pushed back to uh, June 6, 2025, taking its original premiere date of June 7, 2024. Uh, well, that's uh, Rupert Sanders' remake of The Crow. The Crow features Bill Skarsgård, and unnamed Guy Ritchie feature will also premiere in early 2025. Okay, so, a lot so of things are these are three around. separate movies. Three separate movies. Okay, so the so. 
John Wick spinoff. Joan Wick. Yep, got pushed back a year. Okay. So that's then, not happening. Then a crow, a, a new crow. A new crow featuring Bill Skarsgård that will come out June and that 7th. That is Pennywise, yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. There's yep. like 10 Skarsgård brothers. That's and, the Pennywise guy, right? Uh, yep. Is it that, that's the guy to play Pennywise? Yes. Bill, are you sure? Oh, I thought so. Yeah, there's like four. Yeah, there's 20 Skarsgårds. Well, uh-huh. it's not It's not the... Uh... I thought maybe it was the hot one. There's the real hot one that was in... Uh... No, it's the... Okay, so Bill Skarsgård is blood. the it one. Yeah, he's yeah. the it one. He's got a weird new movie coming out, too, but go ahead. Uh, just, Alexander Skarsgård is the one for yeah, True Blood. that's and, hot boy. That's the hot Skarsgård. And, uh, Billions and all that. Succession. Succession, yeah. sorry, yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake probably wishes his past life would just go the heck away. Former Playboy model Zoe Gregory, two first names, claims she once hooked up with Justin Timberlake while he was dating Cameron Diaz. A bl- the, bon- the blonde bombshell told the Daily Mail that she oh, met yeah. Timberlake at the Playboy Mansion party, where he, where she, I'm sorry, she made a move on him. She claims he initially declined, stating that he was dating Diaz, but when she further enticed him by saying that she was not with him now, he allegedly gave in. Quote, he didn't want to look like a wimp. We both got in the grotto, and we got our kit off down to his shorts, and we ended up fooling around. Now, Zoe said uh, they did not have sex, but they fooled around and made out. Justin Timberlake has a new album coming out next month. I'm sure he's uh, looking for some positive news. <laughs> he's getting a lot. Of... <clears throat> Anyways, comes out March 15th. All right, Scars Guard. Here we go. We got uh, we got uh, Bill Scars Guard. Okay, we got Billy. Alexander Scars Guard. Alex. Gustav Scars Guard. Yeah. There is a Stockholm. He can juggle. Stockholm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, he's from Stockholm. I'm sorry. Walter. Walter. Walter Scars Guard. There's Sam Scars Guard. There's uh, Ilya. Skarsgård, there's and Jose. T- and there's Tim. And the dad is Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan. There's a Thatcher Skarsgård. Still another one, though. There's another, like, famous one that was in... Uh... Stellan is the dad. Yeah, but there's another son that was, like, he was the first Skarsgård to make it. He was kind of... Uh, uh, Bartholomew. Gustav, I think. He was... Was it? He was in Green Lantern. He's a bad guy in Green Lantern. And was he's been, like, a staple in, like, Hollywood movies. Got me there, man. There's a new Bill Skarsgård movie I saw. Did you guys see this post-apocalyptic one called Boy Kills World, where he's the star, but he's deaf and mute? Peter. And they got the guy that plays Archer to, like, voice voice his character. Oh, wow. So you only hear... His thoughts. Archer's voice, his thoughts. Yeah. Dude, the sister's and hot, dude. <laughs> trailer looks kind of uh, cool. You know, speaking of... Uh, I didn't know he's part of the same... Family. Speaking of, um, Peter, you know, that guy, Peter. That's who I'm talking I don't think, about. I don't think he's a member of the family. I think that's a different guy. That's one that's married to uh, okay. Hall. Yeah, yeah, but he's, he's not one of the scars. He was one of those guys guards. I thought was going to be win Oscar after Are Oscar sure? back. Not in the a scars guard. Whoa. Oh, he's a scars guard. That's what it is. Not yeah, a scars guard. Yeah. Spelled different. Speaking yeah. of in the world movies, we uh, we were talking about Don't Look Up yesterday. You know, and a couple people emailed and said, "Riz, you have to see that." But we watched Greenland. I guess somebody uh, emailed over that we should watch that. And uh, we got about five minutes in, and my wife was like, I can't I can't even handle this. And I just talked to her in the, in the break room during the commercial, and she said, uh, we shouldn't have watched that movie. We were only five minutes in, and all I dreamt about was Greenland. End of the World stuff. 78% it, in the tomatoes. It's, Ger- it's Gerard Butler and uh, the gal from uh, Homeland. And, dude, it is. Which one is this? Anxiety Train. It's Greenland. It's about a comet that hits a, hits a planet oh. and what happens on, on the, in the fallout. A uh, judge has dismissed a sexual assault suit against Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler. Two first names. 
Model Gian Bellino claimed that in 1975, when she was 17, Tyler, uh, quote, stuck his tongue down her throat and put her hands, put his hands on upon her body, her breasts, her buttocks, and her genitals. That's the one that he wrote about, right? In his yeah, book? I don't know about that. I don't know. But she, um, the legal team said she suffered great pain of mind and body, a severe and permanent emotional distress. And uh, Loudwire reports that the case was filed in November as part of New York City's Victim of Gender Motivated Violence Protection Act, a law which extended the statute of limitations for certain alleged sexual assaults. A judge, however, ruled that Tyler's actions didn't cause serious risk of physical injury and Bellino's case didn't qualify under the law where they mm. could prove a yes, crime miss. was committed. Comedians and musicians mm. asked for some crazy things in their tour riders. We always love talking about this sure. kind of stuff. And Kevin Hart wasn't uh, super demanding on his recent reality check tour. His rider did contain some pretty basic stuff, aside from four man-scented candles that were listed under the very important heading. What's a man-scented candle? Mm. I don't know. We had a black leather one in here, remember? Uh, sandalwood, yeah. Black leather. Pine tar. Mm. There's one thing that sticks out, though. Kevin demanded that there be zero traffic on his way to or from the venue. Could I? So... <laughs> Okay. That's got to be police escort, right? Quote, That's what that would mean. Quote, under no circumstances are vehicles to be allowed to encounter any delays due to traffic. Obviously, the venue can't control that, but the cops can. So, quote, police escorts must be arranged in order to facilitate artist vehicles arriving to and departure from the vehicle. Escort must be empowered to route vehicles through any potential traffic delay. Mm. I have that in my contract, by the way, and they tell me to leave at 3 o'clock every morning. That's why. <laughs> like to encounter no traffic. Uh, no, dude, dude, here, just leave it so there. Here, just leave it three. Here's the next best part. It, it, it keeps going on. And the writer states that police are not welcome, quote, in the backstage dressing room hallway, front of house mixed position, or in front of the stage. They're also not allowed to search guests as they enter the building. So he wants the cop escort, but the cops are not allowed yeah, to get, to go get a free show. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have the whole writer, by the way. I'll put it up on the uh, uh, on the blog. Uh, if you're a fan of Yellowstone and reality TV, Peacock has a new show for you. It's called The McBee Dynasty, Real American Cowboys, basically a real-life ranch family. Uh, they got a, this, They're by, from here. They're in Missouri. By the way, yeah, this is a really? rural Missouri ranch and cattle business, and uh, they're at risk of financial ruin, uh, but they're hoping to expand. What's the, what's the what's the there's sibling family? drama? It's called the McBee Dynasty. Yeah, they're from uh, uh, Gallatin, Missouri, which is Gallatin, Missouri, which is just north of Kansas City. Here's a twist: you might recognize the oldest son, Stephen, because Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer, he was in that in 2022. Old Steve McBee. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing cattle and reality shows. Uh, they're out near the McBee Farm and Cattle Place. <laughs> and I love how they got the guys to look. Like, they're dressing like they're in Yellowstone. Like, the same hairstyles that well, each that's character what that, has. Yeah, that's what that Duck Dynasty it's, did, it's too. It's more wow. than a little east of, uh, of KC. Like, I, that is middle of nowhere. Uh, but I, I watched the uh, the trailer for it. Man, what a sprawling, cool So they got ranch. a nice place? Nice. Mm-hmm. It streams on Peacock, but if you're my dad, you can watch it on USA. <laughs> 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 like that? Uh, Wendy Williams' team issued a statement yesterday saying she has frontal, frontotemporal dementia and also aphasia, which affects the ability to understand or express speech. Basically the same issues Bruce Willis is dealing with. Uh, this news came a day after uh, People magazine ran a story saying Wendy is living in a facility under the control of a court-appointed guardian and her family has been shut out of her life. Apparently she's broke, too. Lifetime is airing a two-night docuseries called Where is Wendy Williams? starting tomorrow night. On the show, Wendy's son, Kevin Hunter Jr., says that uh, doctors have linked her health issues to alcoholism. 
Remember, it was a couple years ago she was dressed as the Statue of Liberty and she passed out on TV? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that went around. Yeah. That oh, went yeah. around. A warning to all you would-be thieves out there, Hillary Swank is not an easy mark. Back in 2013, she was living in Paris. One day she was riding in a taxi, sitting in traffic. A guy smashed the cab window, grabbed her purse, and took off. What did she do? Well, on The View yesterday, she said that uh, she was super concerned about her passport and took off after the guy. Not only are they hard to get, but she said, um, my passport was nice and thick, and I had added pages with all the places that I'd ever traveled. I was like, this is so meaningful, so she chased the guy. What was the boxing movie she was in? Million, Million Dollar, Dollar baby. baby. Yeah. She better be good. Better be good. Yeah. Don't cry. Boys don't cry. Uh, I never saw it. Never right. saw it, because I knew I knew what happened. I know what happens at the end, and I refuse. Okay, here's a nice little list. All I of us. refuse to show any emotion. All right. Okay. Oh, this you you did you did a million dollar baby. Uh, you did a Marley and Me with million dollar oh, baby. Oh yeah. Why? I know what happens. What a at the dork! End. It's a great movie. I know what happens at the end. I don't need to see it. Yeah, they make a million dollars, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're all into movies, and if you are too, there's a company looking to pay somebody two grand to watch all ten Best Picture nominees. They'll also give you a 65-inch 4K TV and $500 DoorDash gift card for snacks. After watching the film, whoever they choose will have to predict the Oscar winners for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress. They'll also have to rate each film on different criteria like creativity, its ability to evoke emotion, and memorability. Mem- uh, uh, mem- memorability. Memorability. Yeah, what a weird word. Memorability. Uh, can you... I, I... Here are the best. Ten here are the nominees. best picture nominees: American Fiction, which looks great. What, who's that? What is that? Uh, that is with St. Louis's own Sterling K. Brown, uh, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, he's a really good actor, and he wrote and directed it. Tom Hanks. No, black guy. Peter uh, uh, anyway. Elba. No. The dude from uh, uh, Je- Jeffrey. World? Jeffrey uh, uh, Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, that's it. Jeffrey we worked it Wright? out, man. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Anatomy of a Fall. Don't, Don't know, know that, that one. Either. Uh, Barbie. Okay. Uh, the Holdovers. Oh, Paul uh, Giamatti. I've never oh, heard good. of that. Is that out yet? Uh, yeah. Is that where he's the dad? Uh, that's the one, uh, the Holdovers. So Paul Giamatti works at his teacher at, at a university. Oh, teacher, yeah. And uh, winter break comes. And there are kids that stay that don't go home and stay. Oh, the holdovers, I see. And stay during winter break. Okay. And there Kill- are the holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Have you seen that yet? No. It's, you'll love it. You love Scorsese. I, I know. And you love moons and flowers. <laughs> I do. And it is killers. A, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, Maestro. Okay, I'll see that. Bradley I, Cooper. I started it. It's pretty good. Pretty interesting. I like how it looks. Uh, Oppenheimer. Saw it. Loved it. Great. Excellent. Past Lives. Don't know that one. By the way, Oppenheimer is um, his best supporting actor is Downey Jr. Is he is he in that? I think he's, so. Because he's got to take that. Am I right? That whole that, that movie is going to sweep everything. Past lives, uh, poor things. Don't never know heard that of one. That. And the zone of interest. Don't know that. Definitely one. never heard of that. Uh, the Oscars air live on Sunday, March 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. That's 7 p.m. here in the Central Time Zone. Uh, if you want information on how to apply, go to testcasinos.com. We'll put up the applications and all that kind of stuff on the blog. All right, celebrity celebrating a birthday this weekend. Actress Emily Blunt, who was in Oppenheimer, is 41. Aziz Ansari is 41. Josh Gad, who is Olaf the Snowman in Frozen. Yes. Uh, sneezed, I'm sorry. He is 43. Nisi Nash from Reno 911. God, I love her. Is, She's is wonderful. he doing okay, Renisha by the way? Williams. I love did, her did he so get much. out from under that cloud? Aziz Ansari? Yeah, remember he had, the, he had a little bit of controversy, he but it was kind of like, taste. hey, what the heck? Yeah. 
He had a I bad think he's day. just fine, right? Yeah, but I thought he disappeared for a minute. He did. He let it rest. I think he's back out on the road. Okay. okay. He's back dating again. He put his series, Master of None, kind of like got shelved at Netflix. Yeah, which sucks. That back, first season was he great. he wasn't in it. Really? Came back and he like told stories from other people's point of view in the series. That first I hope it comes was, back. It was an amazing show. Yeah, the first yeah. season was awesome. Uh, Nisi Nash is 54. Um, yeah. Mark Price, who uh, played Skippy on Family Ties. He's Dude, at 56. That guy calls me all the time. Mark Price? That's a crazy story. I'll tell you some other Are time. you serious? Yeah. Skippy from Family Ties? And that's how he introduced himself. You better himself. send him a happy birthday message. He has call, he'll call and be like... He says, that's what he says. He goes, hey, it's a Skippy Mark Price. Or Mark Skippy Price. <laughs> He's yeah. always trying to get you know me to put like? a show together no. for him in St. Louis. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what the Skippy market is here. No, I love you. But I got my own career to worry about. But, man, he 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 hit me up for a while. And that's, I always thought it was funny because that's how he... That's how he introduces himself. Mark Skippy Price. Mark with a C, by the way. Yeah, Mark, Mark Skippy Price. <clears throat> we know what that means. Oh, my gosh. Look he looks, he looks like, like Sean like. Aston's yep. He does, dude. Well, what the heck? Keep He's that in mind, knockoff, by the yeah. way. Keep that name in mind. Uh, uh, Kristen Davis, who played Charlotte on Sex and the City, is 59 today. Brad Whitford, who is Errol Smith's rhythm guitarist, is 72. Patricia Richardson, who is Tim Allen's wife, Jill Taylor, on Home Improvement. She is 73. Dude, if it, listen. She's 73? She's 73. Doesn't she Damn, have a ton of Emmys? Like... Doesn't she win like 12 Emmys or something? Patricia Richardson? I thought so. Hey, if I ran into this guy on the street, I would think this is Sean Astin. Well, I, as I, I, I would think, oh, the yeah. camera makes Sean look a little different. As I mentioned, keep that name in mind. On Saturday, O'Shea Jackson Jr. turns 33. That's Ice Cube's son. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., arguably the best pound-for-pound box in the world. Just ask him. He's a 47 on Saturday. Billy Zane, the oh. a-hole in Titanic. Listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's trying to help he you out. He also looks like another person. He's and the-, the a-hole in Sniper. Oh, yeah. He's he's the greatest in Zoolander, and he is not. No, he is not <laughs> in The Mummy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he just has that. That's Billy a Zane guy. turns no, 58. <laughs> Deborah Jo Rupp, who was uh, Kitty Foreman on that 70s show, ah. turned 73. Edward James almost turned 77. Nike Shoe Company founder Phil Knight turns 86 on Saturday. And Dang. on Sunday, Chelsea Handler turns 49. <laughs> Sean Astin turns <gasps> Get on 53 out. on Are Sunday. Are you oh. They were separated. Oh, dude. Separated They were birth. separated. How old? Oh. Same age? Sean Astin oh. turns 53. This is Sean Gooney Astin. is 56 today. Dude, I, one of them's lying. He, this guy was separated. Yeah. He was giving to people that didn't know math. You guys brothers. He's the same dude. Yep. Same dude. They do look a they, lot alike. They both act. I mean, come on, man. Twins, Basil. A lot of uh, sitcom moms today. A lot of memorable sitcom mom birthdays today. Uh, Carrot Top turns 59 today on Sunday. Uh, Ric Flair, wrestling legend. Woo. Nature Boy turns 75. And Sally Jesse Raphael. My favorite Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Remember her talk show? Where she had the big red glasses all the yeah, time. Yeah, uh-huh. Sally Jesse turns 89 on nice. Sunday. And today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lexi Erickson. Today's birthday girl has been in 89 fine films, including The Bitch Boy, <laughs> Booty Duty 1, Fresh Meat 5, Scott's favorite, Guttermouths 5. That's a cute one. The Hills have buys. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, dude. Uh, love my wife, original. please. Uh, Sex Offenders three. She was in the wacky world of Ed Powers, and who could forget a role in 1996's The Clock Strikes Bizarre on Butt Row? Oh. Lexi Erickson is 51 years old. 
That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Happy birthday, Mark Skippy Price. Mark Skippy yeah. Price here. Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods. Because the the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, it's Jay Chandrasekhar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, comedian Duncan Trussell will be here in a little less than an hour. He's at Healing Comedy Club this weekend. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. I know tomorrow is the RV show, huh? The RV show? Yes. That, is that America Center? It's happening yeah. today, tomorrow, and Sunday, I believe. And, I know uh, your friends from Byerly are going to be there. I'm going to go hang, hang out with the Byerly folks because um, I'm going to do a little bit of social mediaing because we're taking that thing, uh, their, their rental service, we're taking a Super C that is so freaking sweet and gorgeous. They have the coolest stuff with their rental program, and we're taking that down to Disney. A, we're saving thousands, but, um, man, I think... My kids are obviously excited about Disney, but I think everybody, including myself, is just as excited, if not more, about the RV yeah. experience and Camp Wilderness. I love going to, like, the you know, RV show, the boat show, the car show, <laughs> and getting awesome. a bag and filling up, you know, filling up the bag full of brochures. Yeah, I heard, I had a person tell me recently they got an RV last year at this, and they said it's worth going to because it saves a fortune uh, if you wait well, Luna will be down there uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to go down tomorrow. We have Pinewood Derby tomorrow, and then we have soccer tournament and all that. We're, we're, we're going to squeeze it in. So, yeah. Weekend, guys. Did you make a little RV Pinewood? It's already going right now. It's it's 9, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. today, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow, and then Sunday, 9 to 5. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, listen, my buddy. Byerly is a big buddy's deal. My buddy's got an RV, and uh, we took a trip in that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait. Um, oh, 
So it's been 50 years since the Apollo missions, and uh, finally, guys, finally, guys, the U.S. has landed another spacecraft on the moon. It happened yesterday. Away. <laughs> That's great. We landed on the moon! That's <laughs> still the greatest. Look at this. This is what our families travel on in. Oh, the uh, the uh, Thor Omni RS thirty six Super C Diesel motorhome. Dude, that one is uh, you got to wear khaki pants the whole time. Oh my gosh, it's it's freaking huge, dude! Look at this thing. Yeah, that, can that go to the moon? It can't. No. It can't. I, I think it Even can. It's a Thor. The Odysseus lunar lander named Odie or IM one has uh, has started to send data according to Odie's developer. So basically, this is a big deal because it's it's, it's a private company. A private company puts something on the moon. So this is not a government thing. This is a company called Intuitive Machines. So here's the communication from NASA when it landed. What we can confirm, without a doubt, is our equipment is on the surface of the moon. Houston, Odysseus has found his new home. And you know what? I, I would think it'd be a little more excitement than a couple. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, could you get a better? Uh, could you get a better audio connection? Oh, you put something on the freaking moon. Uh, NASA called the landing a nail biter. Engineers had to overcome navigation issues in order to pull off the highly difficult landing. Uh, Mission Control resolved some communication problems after a tense wait, and, and now the lander's first images from the surface are expected soon. So, private. Does it show it landing on the moon? Oh. Here come the conspiracy. Yeah, things. dude, I want to see it. <laughs> it's privileged. Okay. My my kid, um, my daughter thought that somebody was on the moon. She's like, somebody landed on the moon today. Yeah, I thought person that, I, you know, on the moon. I said, what? I mean, I, no, and nobody's talking about it? When I saw the, uh, I was watching the news last night, like, oh, we're moments away from, you know, the first private enterprise landing on the moon, private company. And I'm like, oh, we're walking on the moon again? All right. But no. no. Did you guys be into that? <clears throat> To go, you know how they do going? like Virgin Galactic flights now. If they eventually had one where they you could get out and walk on the moon, after my yeah. kids were grown and like launched, let's say it's not a million dollars. Let's just say it's like six hundred thirty-four bucks. Nah, there's other place I'd want. Other place I want to go first. You wouldn't want to do that. Like where? You I don't like go you anywhere. Like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Are you? I've never <laughs> been <laughs> silly. <laughs> 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 I'd, just I'd, go to Ford I'd rather Hard go Rocks. there. I'd rather go to Cleveland first. <laughs> no, yeah. go to Ford I mean, that's Hard what Rocks. I think hey, go, got twenty k. You want to go to the moon? Like, ah, what about Cleveland? <laughs> that's Chris and uh, the Damn, Hall of that's Fame. Funny. <laughs> I've been to the Rock Hall of Fame yet. I've never been to Cooperstown. <laughs> There, there are, I got priorities, okay? Uh, yeah, I like it. Walking on the moon is, you know, down on the list of priorities. Right. I'm just, I'm just telling yeah, you. This whole ball of yarn off the interstate I haven't seen. <laughs> Uh-oh. I hear the music swelling. Ah, uh, there's the music. The music's swelling. It is time for this week's E-Memoriam. Ah, the E-Memoriam. Here we are once again. Wait, before you start, did you eat your banana yet? Because the, yeah, the banana has been oh, I banana while devoured. The memorial, but okay. nah, I took my There's a couple of spots in here where the banana would be a good fit <laughs> to be peeled and eaten. For those of you unfamiliar, the E-Memoriam, a lot like the Oscars, E-Memoriam is a send-off to people we lost this week for various reasons. Sometimes it's our opinion, the topics we discuss, 
or the very fact that we exist in the world and they don't like it. But either way, we're going to send off a few good ones this week, so let's get started. First up, old guys at the skating rink. We disrespected some eight-wheeled elders this week when we made fun of old guys reliving their glory days at a skating rink. We didn't see the beauty of a late middle-aged man walking the duck as he squats and leans around the corner in a pair of loose-fitting gray sweats that allows his sagging nutsack to drag across the slick floor behind him like a sad little weathered sandbag caboose. All <laughs> to the upbeat tunes of ABBA. What a visual treat for the kids lining up for the limbo contest. <laughs> Are bad, fellas. Let it all hang out. Bye-bye. Next up, hardliner landliners. <laughs> we inadvertently started a revolution when we simply reported earlier this week that landlines were going the way of the dodo bird, and some of y'all were none too happy about it, and then lo and behold, yesterday there was a mass national cell phone outage. Coincidence? Mm. Me think not. I don't know who this secret cabal of clan-blessed landline operatives are, <laughs> trademark. <laughs> that was a hard one to get out. Yeah, got it, though. They took their bony 85-year-old fingers, jammed them in a rotary phone, and cranked their way into the mainframe through a dial-up modem, but tip of the riz hat to you. You may have bought your nostalgia for spiral-corded relics a little more time. So, hey. Dial nine for an outside line. Goodbye. <laughs> you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you. Goodbye. Next up, insufferable Kents. That's Kents. <laughs> we had an avalanche of Justice League emails uh, email us unironically during a discussion about female movie characters getting a glow up and not having a male equivalent other than Clark Kent. I guess I must have missed this. This was Monday when I was gone. I don't remember. Maybe it was Monday. We talked about nerdy uh, female characters getting, like, glasses taken off and how they get movie glow-ups and that there's no yeah. male equivalent. We said Superman, and boy, did the nerds hit the roof. Cavalcades of emails. They emailed us faster than a speeding bullet. Their rage was more powerful than a locomotive. They leaped out of their gaming chairs and over tall buildings in a single bound. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No. It's super simps. <laughs> they let us know that Superman was the perfect male and that Clark Kent was merely his secret identity. Well, guys, good luck getting Superman to blow you our bad. Maybe he can use his little cold breath to make you guys feel like a man again. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> what were people upset about? I don't, I, don't I don't understand. Me neither, dude. And I'm talking 30 or 40 emails came in upset that we would dare say Superman wasn't the perfect male. That he was already perfect. He didn't get a glow up. Clark Kent was his glow down. And I'm like, that sounds like you want to glow down on Superman. That yeah. sounds like to me. Wow. Relax, guys. Speaking of glowing down, glory holy rollers. We heard a few glory hole enthusiast feelings yesterday <laughs> when we couldn't wrap our mind around how a makeshift glory hole that was just a sheet with a hole cut in it <laughs> fooled over 60 men who dunked in before one guy bothered to peek over the sheet to find out the friendly woman on the other side was just a dude in a Gene Simmons wig. I did not bite it. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> we guess it was an honest mistake, and we hate to lose you guys, but you know what? Maybe you can poke your head in every once in a while and check on us. Goodbye, bye. 
And finally, gnarly nippled males. Mm. <laughs> 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 we heard some fellas' feelings during a discussion yesterday about David Beckham's perfect pert male nipples. And while we find this utterly ridiculous, you're welcome, Scott. And we hate to lose our men with flawed mannery glands. You're welcome again. <laughs> we would like to make it clear as you leave. Here at the Riz Show, we respect all male nipples. Okay? At Riz Central, all male nipples are loved. Whether you're rocking big old baloney nipples or puffy <laughs> little chest hubcaps, you know the little puffies. Dude, diamond cutters or inverted teats that make it look like your breasts have googly eyes hot glued on them. We don't care. We love you anyway. But if you have to go, I hope it's not cold outside. Bye-bye. That brings us to our real RIPs. We lost a couple of folks this week. I hope I'm saying his name right because he's a very important person in my childhood. Tony Ganios, also known as Meat from Porky's, the original glory hole. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. was the OG yeah. glory hole, dude. Drill a hole in the wall. Take a peek. Stick it through. Bye-bye, Tony. R.I.P. And Paul DeMott. How do I say this? Paul what? Uh, spell it. DeMate. Uh, it's Paul DeMate, yeah. Paul DeMate from Slapshot and The Deer Hunter, which was a great movie. Well, he also passed away this week. And those are our two celebrity deaths. And that concludes this week's E-Memorial. Thank you, Rafe. Fitting send off. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Speaking of send offs. Yep. Uh, after the break, your Friday fail stories. And I'm just telling you the first two do not end well for our subjects. Uh oh. Choose joy. One involving a Gila monster and one involving a lion. Okay, it sounds like an easy <laughs> <laughs> success right there. Okay. Uh, I like it. Not great for, again, our two subjects or our first two Friday Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education, it's so easy, and Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz.
somewhere along the line, man, that perfect plan went completely sideways. Oh, did it? Oh, it did. And it became an Uber. A what? An Ultra. A what? Dare I say it. Don't no, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to say it. Mega. Here we go. Fail stories are sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. You guys know what Gila monsters are, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. they're little lizards. Uh, I don't think little. <laughs> they kind of look uh, like they're a, cute little lizard, like a Komodo dragon yeah. And, a, yeah. and, a, and a salamander mix. I yeah, saw, but they got a neater color. Yeah, they I got saw a, cool. a video of one like swallowing a baby goat whole. Whoa! 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 whoa. You talking about a Gila monster? Or are you talking it's about like a, a donut? That's a Komodo dragon for sure. Are you sure? Yeah, dude. This is a Gila yeah, they're, monster. They're, not, they're like these sit in trees and. Oh, maybe I'm. They're thinking. like they're like this. Like, oh, maybe I'm thinking Komodo dragon. Yeah, the Komodos. Okay. Maybe here. that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah the Komodo's the big boy. These things feel like um, they're made out of BBs. It's yeah. they're pronounced Gila monster. And look at their Gila. Sorry. Can you show the face because this is kind of sneaky. Okay, so I I, I got it confused. Either See, way, kind of looks sneaky. Either way, a uh, 34-year-old guy died four days after being bitten by one of his two pet Gila monsters. They're venomous. Yeah, that doesn't uh, seem smart. They're native to the southwest U.S. Uh, while a bite usually isn't fatal to humans, uh, doctors think this guy may have suffered an allergic reaction. Uh, the last recorded death from a Gila monster bite was 1930. Ooh. Failed. I mean, you got to, like... You got to let that go, right? Oh, you said it's an allergic reaction? Yeah. Because, I mean, the Komodos, like, they have, like, some weird thing in their saliva that, like, causes infection and gnarliness, right? I mean, it's, it's, or, or is it an actual ven venom? Well, the heat, yeah. The, you I know, said it's venomous, venomous, so I don't know. Well, wild. But I've held one of these things. They they're pretty peaceful, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they have them at the reptiles. Yeah. He, well, he must have done something dumb. Must have done something dumb. Yep, not fed them. So, Apparently, this guy was an expert. But. It looks like Okay, it. so a Gila monster... I get confused with Komodo dragon. That's what yeah. it is. All right. Well, those anyway. are the cool ones. <laughs> Either way, a man is a man is dead. Yeah, rest him. It sucks. Mm. Uh, a guy was mauled to death by a lion <laughs> after jumping into an enclosure attempting to take a selfie at a zoo in India last week. Is he okay? He's dead. Mauled to death. You get the selfie. Thirty-eight-year-old guy was hammered drunk when he snuck into a no-entry area at the zoo. On that, lay, on that day, a lion named uh, Dungaparu was on display. Despite being warned, the guy decided to climb over the enclosure's four-foot wall and then six-foot six foot metal fence and then jump inside. While uh, two lions are caged throughout the day, one lion is, you know, released into the enclosure for display. The zoo staff tried to rescue the guy, but they're like, ah, what are they going to do? <laughs> You're, you're on your own. You're on your own. You're going viral. <laughs> the and, dude, think about this death. Good luck, Steve. <laughs> think about the way this guy died. The lion dragged him into a corner of the enclosure and then just mauled him to death within 10 minutes of entering the lion's area. Ooh, that's a long time to get that's mauled. A long, that's yeah, a long mauling. That's a long mauling, dog. According to the zoo curator, uh, this is the first time that an incident like this has been reported at the zoo. Mm. Failed. Was it the bite or the venom that got him? It was the excessive bleeding <laughs> that did it. That did this guy in. Uh, and, the, and the being torn apart. 
I think that's what did this guy. An in. acute yeah. case of too close to a lion. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad that you hear these stories and they go, well, we had to put the lion down. Or we, you know, we we shot at the lion to try to. You talking about Harambe? R.I.P. Harambe. Hey, I don't want to say his name. Still believing. He'll come back. But, uh, ah. I mean, I don't want to see anybody die. Oh, Harambe. But the guy <laughs> went into this, you know, went into the lion's house. Yep. A lion's going to lions. Yeah. Yep. But the lion, a lion's going to do what So you said the lion's okay, do. though? They're Standard ground lions. laws in India are pretty airtight. I think this lion's good to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. A lion's going to lion Whew. all day. This is the trouble he went to to get in. Idiot. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? All right, let's this, let this serve as a stark reminder to all parents. Um, triple check your baby's name before you put it on the birth certificate. Uh, this is going crazy this week. So a post shared on Reddit by the mom's cousin. It was revealed that the woman had intended to honor her grandparents, Harvey and Charlotte, by combining their names into something for the daughter. She kept the name a secret from the family because she wanted to surprise them with the sweet gesture. She soon realized her mistake. So the cousin wrote, so my 20-year-old cousin had a baby girl last month. She named her something so horrific, I cannot even call the baby it. She combined two names and came up with... Elizabeth, Harlot. Oh. <laughs> After her grandparents, Harvey and Charlotte, she didn't tell anybody. She didn't tell anybody until after the name... And the papers were signed. Soon after she announced the name to the family, the woman realized her mistake when her aunt asked why she had named her baby Whore. Holy cow. She then started screaming and burst into tears as she finally understood that she had accidentally given her daughter the same name as a slang term for a sex worker. That mm. this poor child, Harlot. Harlot! Man. <laughs> she came out very pink and has a pudgy nose, so... I'm calling her Piglet for now. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, friends in Shelbina, Hurley, and Charlotte, and that's a common mistake. People will combine their names by accident. Harlot. Harvey yeah. and Charlotte. He could have just gone maybe Charlie. It could have went the other way. Yeah. But it's uh, pretty. I guess they're going to keep it, right? Where's the fun in that? No, I, I got, I, I'm assuming they're going to try to change it. <laughs> One person commented, the cousin is a complete idiot. Have some <laughs> Had she never heard that word before? I guess she's 20 years old. Failed. Her friends don't insult her? Why do people who have unlimited access to to information right at their fingertips? (laughs) Well, think about it. She did the... Refuse to use it for a simple search before ruining your kid's life. She did the two T's and an E, though. Not the, you know, supposed to be one T. I think she skipped it. Don't stick up for the woman. All right. Uh... If somebody tells you, I have a rocket launcher in my car, you might respond, are you smoking crack? Well, for this guy, the answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Police were called to the parking lot of a Red Roof Inn in Massachusetts earlier this week to investigate a, quote, suspicious vehicle. I don't know what seemed strange about it, but the witness was right. Cops approached, talked to the driver, saw some potential drug paraphernalia. Search car, found crack cocaine, and an M-190 U.S. Army rocket launcher. The driver, Harvey Johnson, arrested and charged with possession of crack cocaine and possession of an incendiary device. 
The rocket launcher was turned over to the Bureau of uh, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Failed. Yep. Nice. That's always nice. <laughs> the right guy for that tool. Nice. Damn. Okay, guy in New York inadvertently called the cops on himself when he reported a burglary at the location where he was running a secret meth lab. <laughs> the authorities are comparing to Breaking Bad. So 23-year-old Matthew Lashinsky, he's from Long Island, pleaded guilty to unlawful manufacture of meth and other charges. So back on June 7th, 2023, at 3.30 a.m., Matthew called 911 to report a burglary at his business, a place called Quantitative Laboratories, LLC. Police get to the scene. They found broken glass at the building's entrance. Officers also discovered what appeared to be a clandestine lab that was used to make methamphetamine and uh, uh, DMT. That hallucinogen, yep. DMT. Mm -hmm. Quote, this defendant was operating a Breaking Bad-style drug lab and tried to conceal it under the guise of a legitimate business and then inadvertently turned himself in and reported that a burglary occurred at the same business. <laughs> Idiot. Officers found more than 100 items of lab equipment as well as chemical, uh, chemical agents and solvents that produce meth, also 40 grand in cash, Undisclosed amount of ecstasy, three ounces of meth, and over 625,000 milligrams of pure ketamine. This dude is well, I bet failed. His thinking was, well, it was uh, this area of the buildings where the the issue happens. So you don't need to go to the rest. Don't even think about going around that section. They also found two dozen 55-gallon drums containing a drug, drug similar to GHB. Jeez. What also is known GHB? as the, the date rape drug. That'll put you away. Yeah, if you got that amount of stuff and somebody breaks in, you go, ah. Two barrels of anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, you are asking for trouble. Oh, my gosh. A uh, California canine uncovered pounds of methamphetamine in an unlikely place. Boxes of dog treats. Aww. So the traffic stop happened last Tuesday in Sonoma County where sheriff's deputies stopped a vehicle driven uh, driving through Petaluma. Angelina Gutierrez was driving, 41 years old. During the stop, the deputy learned the driver had a misdemeanor arrest warrant and was told there was a meth pipe in the car. Okay. Authorities said the deputy and his canine then conducted a sniff of the vehicle, suspecting there were probably more drugs here. The dog was alerted to treat boxes inside the vehicle. The deputy then searched the vehicle, found the uh, dog treat boxes contained packages of methamphetamine. The deputy also found additional packages of meth inside a cat litter box. Ten pounds altogether. Ten pounds of meth. Barking bad. <laughs> uh, the woman was transported to Sonoma County Jail. I'm the one fails. <laughs> Say my name. Say my name. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, you know when uh, Karens demand to talk to the manager, but they're still behaving in a way that won't get any sympathy? Well, this is the stupid criminal version of that. 42-year-old guy in Canada arrested on Tuesday when somebody called the police to say he was causing a disturbance in a restaurant. He was drunk, refused to leave. Cops rode him up. Then they drove him home. The guy was still fuming. Shortly afterward, he drove himself to the police station and demanded to talk with a supervisor about the previous arrest. Was he still drunk? You, you betcha. Bet. So they made him take a breathalyzer. 
He failed, arrested him again, this time for DUI, and took away his license. <laughs> failed. Let him sleep that one off. Mm-hmm. Deal with the consequences on Monday. Hey! Are welcome, you sure I did that? Welcome back. Here's, here's a couple things that you've been charged with over the weekend. Okay, so when you're transporting drugs, and we've said this in the past, if you got drugs in the car, you are following cool. every oh, rule yes. of the road. You're turning your blinker on, hands at 10 and 2. You are going the speed limit. You think the first standard would be just be cool? Be cool, man. Just be cool, man. Be cool. So Texas woman was driving through Mineral County, Nevada. Pulled over for going five miles over the speed limit, which, honestly, five miles over. You getting pulled over for that? She's getting pulled over because they saw something suspicious at that speed. Yeah, I... Probably. Yeah. Probably. Well, that could also be one of those towns where Speed Trap City. Mineral County. I don't know where Mineral, Mineral County, or Nevada Mineral is. County. Mineral okay. County, Nevada. So authorities stopped Tatiana Ruiz. Canine smells something funny. Deputies searched the car. They found 298 pounds of weed. 298 oh. pounds of weed in six duffel bags. Street value, $1.2 million. Yes, no mind. Arrested, booked on trafficking marijuana charges. Failed. Yep. It's also a bummer. You get pulled over by the K-9 unit. Like, no, 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 not, not right now. Let's get the normal. The normal cops, cop. yeah. All right, uh, two more for you. Um, this guy is a six foot six, 250 pounds, likes to go around wearing a kilt. And now I know why. Oh, Easy boy. access. Six-year-old guy, Mitchell Vest, facing charges after he walked into two antique stores in Houston wearing a kilt, shoved items up his no-go hole. What? And then put the items back on the shelf. Uh. He did it with a makeup brush and another item police described as a hardware piece. Then at the second store, he did it with an antique bottle opener and some sort of vintage tobacco can. Oh, my gosh. Uh, keep that guy away from the uh, tchotchke's aisle. All total, the four <laughs> items were, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He, he ruined 16 Hummel figurines. <laughs> that guy's been over four there for precious three yeah, hours. Not so precious anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How's he getting those oh, porcelain man. dolls? That guy's got a crotchkey full of tchotchkes. Oh, uh, that's so gross. Man. All total, the four items were valued at just over 200 bucks. Had to be thrown out, of course. Employees also sanitize the other items just in case. What? No. No, it's over. They sanitize and they get everything in the store. You can't throw everything out. You can't. Dude. I don't know, man. The I whole antique know. store? You, I mean, you got to assume that he, he put listen, everything up his yeah, butt? everything went in let's, there. Listen to me. Let's, let's bring it local, okay? We like going to antique shops. We like it. It's fun. If I heard that this happened in my local antique shop, I don't care Listen, what they tell I me they've done. when I go antiquing, I assume everything, everything was up somebody's butt. The wife and I enjoy antiquing on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> what, what'd not, you say? I'm not going back. Dave, what'd you say? I, I said antiquing. Mm-hmm. It, it sounded like you said antiquing, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the heck, dude? Nonsense, poopy pants. It sounds like this guy was there with his wife. How'd they catch a guy? I knew it. Wow. He was wearing a kilt, a kilt and somebody saw it. Like, workers say they, they, they'd seen him both before. And describe this Mitchell guy as quote, really nice. Again, you think about this kind of thing, and you think, wait a second, did he get caught on his first try? 
Probably not. No. Well, they mm-hmm. caught him on camera. Here's uh, here's the uh, manager the, talking about uh, it. I remember when I was disgusted. That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and yeah. she was nice. And um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They... Threw them away mostly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, mostly. 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 Yes. Well, That's the wrong word. He's facing charges for criminal mischief, and, and it'll be hard to deny because there's security footage. Has anyone seen my garden gnome collection? <laughs> Failed. Thank you to the gal that, um, I, that asked the big question. I can't figure out the methodology, and it's really hurting my eyeballs. Like, did he, did he lift and jam, or did he drop and squat? Like what was the methodology? Oh, maybe to get he, stuff up there? What if he's just kind of clumsy and kept falling? Yeah, he just kept. I need to sit down on the floor. Ah, real fast. That's, ah, that's, damn it! Again. I fell again. I'm not, I'm just not, again. I'm not sure how that works. Ha! Huh. And finally, we end on this: a 73-year-old guy from Australia sought what is being called urgent medical help mm. after jamming three button-style batteries into his penis. Mm. Oh shit! Now, you know what kind of batteries I'm talking about? The Energizer. It little, might surprise you. Oi! <laughs> Was it that guy? Little lithium ones. Jocko? Like garage door openers and the... Uh, yeah, the little, yeah, little yeah. round... Little, they say, like, it, it yeah. goes... Oh, you dude. take it out and you go, oh, C2024. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I got some of those and I have... Dang it! I have C2025. Button-style batteries. So he, yeah. The man had been fueling his own sexual gratification by intentionally shoving batteries into his urethra. Can't you burn yourself up if, if if that touches something certain? You know, if like if you put two of them in there and they're touching in a certain it's way. Safe. Now he admitted to doing this on the regular, putting foreign objects, Lord, inside himself without getting anything stuck. However, this time the batteries had moved further up the urethra due to uh, repeated failed attempts at self removal. So every time he tried to get one out, it would just go further in. Kept using another one to get. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! And those are the size of like sprees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how does even? How are you? That's a coin. How there's are people different built? sizes. Of what? The batteries. There. I think there's little. Oh, you talking about the little ones, little like the real ones. tiny ones? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. all I'm imagining. Okay, man. Oh, I was all I can that. picture okay. in my head is uh, the Ninja Turtles pizza launcher that was on the Ninja Turtles yeah. band. Do you remember? No, exactly what you're talking about. The flat. Those oh, are yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah. Little discs. Like. The flash discs. <laughs> and just like, what was he trying to do? Was he just trying to make his own little pizza launcher? Well, he went to the doctor 24 hours later. He showed up to the ER with moderate penile pain and obstructive urinary symptoms, including weak urinary flow, straining, and a sensation of incomplete bladder emptying. Doctors then moved quickly to remove the foreign objects because their corrosiveness can cause necrosis, which is the death of body tissue. It could happen in two hours. Oh. The doctors yeah. also feared the potentially rare but lethal infection of gangrene. Ugh which is a type of flesh-eating disease that affects your scrotum and hmm. penis or the perineum. Cool. After several unsuccessful approaches, the doctors were finally able to get the batteries out using forceps. This is like real operation. Not is, the end, though, for this is, guy. That is not the energy that you want. He went to the hospital. He went back to the hospital 10 days later complaining of swelling and discharge. The doctors then quickly operated on him again. An incision was made to the penile skin. Stop it! <laughs> adding that a, quote, large amount of fluids leaked out as soon as they did. No! <laughs> the doctor's fears that the what man odor? developed an extensive, extensive degree of necrosis were realized. 
Ugh. Part of the man's urethra had to be removed. Oh, oh no. Idiot. Worth it. Given the complexity of his injury, it was deemed that formal penile urethral reconstruction would likely require a three-stage repair. Damn. Can it take him six months to, to get his dong back to work in order? Gosh, man. On the upside, his penis did keep perfect time, so that's... What's the three stages? I don't know. I don't know. I guess three different operations, I'm assuming. One to make it work again. One to make one it you gotta, you gotta, look you gotta okay. Pee pee going. <laughs> and, and one just because the surgical tech's kind of into it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to dig around this and see guy, what else you've lost. a couple up more there. inches on there while you're down there. Yeah. Doing work, you know, am I right? Oh, I'm sure he's got all sorts of jokes when he's in there. All right, those are your Real funny. Friday fail stories. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, uh, Duncan Trussell should be here anytime now. You know, while he's here, I do want to play uh, maybe a game with him. Just we have, uh, let me see, we have Greta Van Fleet tickets, we have Alanis Morissette tickets. If we have time, we'll play like Fake News or Florida Scott. Okay, that's okay. With, with Duncan Trussell. If we hey, got this time. is TJ Miller, the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to the Party Emoji, the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> uh, be careful out there. We all know how you like to, to party. It's not, it's not really my birthday, you see. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Everybody wishes me happy birthday every day. Happy birthday. Well, thanks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Duncan Trussell. <laughs> I do appreciate the birthday wishes. Thank you very much. Yeah. I also appreciate you getting up early. We're talking about uh, if you were not here this morning, you'd just be in your hotel room. Yeah, that's right. In the hotel room, festering in the hotel room, just laying in that wonderful bed, watching the apocalypse. Garbage TV. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage TV, doing nothing. Yeah, room service, DoorDash. Ugh, the best. You can't feel good about it. Like, so what, your show tonight's at 7.30, right? Yes. So you'd be in your hotel probably till about, you hit the club maybe about 6.30, 6? Uh, yeah, something like that, sure. Imagine just being in your hotel room all day. Yeah. You're like, maybe I'll get up and take a shower at like 4. Yeah. Get up, (laughs) man, you feel stressed out about that. You're like, ugh, I don't know, maybe I'll just... Take a nap. Yeah. And then, you know, this is how I, you could just spiral into some horrific, dark place. Yeah. I mean, this is why you hear uh, uh, most comedians, you know this, have stellar mental health. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Happy know why we don't positive. run our own clinic. <laughs> yeah, you know, not a bad idea. Oh, are you guys sad clowns? No. You guys sad clowns? No. <laughs> sad Clown Rehabilitation Center. <laughs> and then we just hold people... Hostage and make them watch our shows, and no one heals. That's it. That's it. No, uh, Duncan's at Helium. The two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. That's right. Uh, I is this a new look? The shaved head look? Oh yeah, I had to shave my head. I was I was getting that. Uh, you know when you get the like, reverse yarmulke. The reverse yarmulke. You, or you it's got like a, a great little... shaped head, by the way. <laughs> Didn't expect it. I mean, you really took yeah, a, you got a good head, man. Yeah, man it looks good. good. I, head. Thank you, you guys. You guys, thank <laughs> you. That's a sharp kid. When you, if you don't skull. shave and you finally shave for the first time, you can reveal things that are hurtful. Or, or, <laughs> or, or unexpected marks. Or oh, like, yeah. You know, you don't know. Maybe my dad tattooed something up there and you could just be sitting up there. But yeah, I, this was why I went for years doing the baseball cap thing because 
I didn't know what my head was shaped like. Yeah. And I this is an embarrassing admission. I would like try to do filters on Instagram. Like what can I see what I look like bald? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, You're you on know? Snapchat trying like, to make some hard life decisions. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Photoshop your hair out to see what it would look like. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, but I got lucky. You know, I thought I was gonna have more of like a Cro Magnon sort of like Frankenstein. Bold. No, kind of looks badass. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah, you. Looks good, man. Didn't expect that. Thank you. Like you look like a, maybe like a karate, like a karate. Like if you put a gi on, like wouldn't he be look like a karate guy? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't like even a need the gi though. Teacher. I think I look more like somebody who's gonna incite a prison riot. <laughs> <laughs> Get him, Jared. Get that guy. Like, you know. You walk into the street, you could probably kick somebody's ass with a stick. Yeah, I hate to say it. it look, yeah. You you don't look like you're going to start a prison riot. You look like you're going to end yeah. a prison riot. Nice. And you, just so you know you're not alone, I also experiment on filters. I'll show yes. that to the camera. That was actually really good. I just wanted to see what I'd look like if I was a Kelsey brother. You know, grew my hair out, oh, had a nice good. mustache. Yeah, like you know, it. who you should knows? go for that mustache. Yeah, that's I wish I could grow it. Uh, yeah, so you, shaved, so you shaved your head. Yes. Uh, you, won, you won the lottery. Won the lottery. Thank you, God. Yes, I have a, a, a but it, it is a, you know, I like I've never experienced life with a shaved head. And I feel like there's a group of of like dudes that don't notice you if you have hair. Mm -hmm. But the moment you have any kind of like, um, is he like a karate person? Yeah, yeah. They kind of get weirdly aggressive or something oh. like, you know, it's like you sort of stick out. All of a sudden, and they like see you more as a threat. So you think people are treating Weird. you differently? Uh, I I feel like people size me up to make sure I'm not a skinhead. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. if I'm sitting next, you gotta to get some... turquoise jewelry, dude. It's the uh, it's the ultimate. I'm telling you, if you're if you're looking too aggro, straight white guy, you gotta go turquoise jewelry. Let them know you're an ally. You gotta be like, here, I'm Is a cool, I'm a cool it? guy. Because I, I, I see that, and I just think you're, like, in some, like, deep, far-right thing that I don't know about. Oh, it's really? <laughs> it's got a lightning bolt. That's the opposite effect. That's going to stick with him for a weekend. <laughs> it's got a lightning bolt on I'm leaning in. Without any turquoise jewelry on. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. good. I was trying to combat that. I'm pausing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And by the way, I called you karate. Like I, I, I didn't know how to finish. Like karate guy, like, karate, 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 like karate master, master yes, or kid. Uh, Doesn't look like a beginner. I am like, so like a karate from, guy. Yeah, I am definitely not a karate guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the farthest thing on earth from a karate guy. And that's the other thing is it's like if somebody sizes you up, it's like that's some somebody wanted to test me. It's like you you're gonna kill me. Yeah. Like I I will cry. I may look intimidating, but I cry. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cry Roddy. I will cry. <laughs> and then cry Roddy. Yes. Yeah, it's a new I'm black belt and cry Roddy, yes. Yes. <laughs> that would work. Would. I'm sure that that would stop me. I'm going to tear you to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, you're going to kill our guest. Sorry. With the jokes. Um, did you play any sports when you were a kid? No. No? No, I didn't. I mean, no. I Did you? I played baseball. Wow, that's amazing. No, I didn't. I was humiliated by sports. Very bad at sports. Uh, we were, like, all of us played sports when we were younger. Yeah. Um, yeah, we weren't, you know, weren't well, you were the guys who didn't pick me for we the team. We weren't jocks by any means. I mean, except Rafe. Rafe was probably, you were probably a jock, right? You played football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I aged into it. I played college sports and stuff like that, but it was like Division three college, so it wasn't. It barely counted. But oh, yes. just Division three college. If I played Division three college, I'd never stop talking about it. Division yeah, three. There's college. plenty of guys out there still talking about it. I promise they're doing it for us. But uh, you didn't play at all, huh? No, Nothing. man. I have the dexterity of like some kind of swamp creature that is <laughs> is dying in a puddle. A like dying I dying swamp creature. I want to be better at sports my kids because uh my wife's side of the family is athletic yeah so my kids are athletic and so cool to watch yeah but also when it cut like i can't throw a football so how am i gonna feed that part getting, of your life you're getting re-humiliated when your kid's like dad let's have a catch and you throw it one time he's like you know what never mind <laughs> they don't pick me for their teams <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm teaching them like how to play synthesizers and stuff. But that you're not you know you're not See, going out and throwing the ball around with them. Oh, I do. No, I do. I mean, this is like talk about embarrassing. I we got a football, and I had to go on a YouTube tutorial to look up how to throw a football. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> how to throw a tight spiral? <laughs> yes, I said can I couldn't. Play. I don't understand it at all. Maybe you can teach me. You know, yeah. I mean that there was a guy. Working in our yard, and I was inches away from being like, will you teach me how to do a spiral on a football, assuming he might know? It's like, no, that's sinking to some dark way. Yeah. I'm not going to let, like, the guy working in my yard teach my kids yeah, to do you know, Yeah, you don't want to show, uh, you know. Weakness. Weakness. That's right. Yeah. You don't want to show weakness. What is it we always say at our drum group? Never cry. Mm -hmm. Never show weakness. Mm -hmm. Wear your tur turquoise. That's rings right. to yeah. show that you're an ally, so they trust you. Are you really in a drum circle? No. I was about to say you look like a guy. Maybe you would be in a drum circle. I don't know. I look like a guy who would either be in a drum circle or an undercover cop busting a drum circle. Yeah. Same. <laughs> That's awesome. I have undercover cop face too, so I get. No, Rafe's got the face of a, an '80s movie bully. I do. Yeah, I look like the. I look like all of them somehow. That's why I'm. Uh, as I've aged, uh, Kenny DeForest was a good friend of mine. Passed away recently, but another. He had to shave his head. He was losing his hair. Kenny's a cool dude, and yeah. we had had that conversation where he's like, "You got to start. You got to either age into cowboy or like biker guy if you want to be the cool old white guy. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just got to get a quarter zip at Dillard's and call it a day. You know, right. and just like let people decide." But now you got me rethinking the whole. I was like, I'll buy a couple turquoise rings. Be like, I'm cool, guys. Oh, I'm no. not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> but now you're like, no, that is what a cop would do. Turquoise ring. Just want some cocaine. Wear two turquoise rings? I don't think so. No, that's true. Yeah, like an undercover. Yeah, well, you know, Deep trying to fit in. Yeah, but I do somehow simultaneously look like, you know, Biff and the bad guy from Karate Kid. Yeah, all rolled into one. If they, yeah, yeah. Biff and the Karate Kid bad guy, Johnny Lawrence had a kid, it yeah. would be Rafe Williams. It would be me, yeah, unfortunately. Well, you got beautiful eyes, hypnotic beautiful you. eyes. You know what? Thank you. Yeah. I don't think you're all bully. Thank you. I think the you. Eyes tell a different story. Well, that's what lures the weak in, isn't it? You yeah. lure them in with your Rafe does in like to eyes. hit, though. Mm -hmm. Rafe does like to hit people. You do? He's a hitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hitter. He's a hitter. He's a hitter. Dude, keep your hands to yourself, man. Come on. <laughs> Another HR incident. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Duncan Trussell's in the studio, and and man, and I was I got angry for you, just you know, kind of like, hey, what's Google? I'm like, what's Duncan Trussell up to? You know, and and somebody called you the Buddhist comedian. Oh, oh I hated it. Thank you. I really appreciate that because it's like. Anytime I am Buddhist, 
But anytime you get a religion that mixes right. in with comedy, with music, whatever, it's when is that good? Like that's that, and it creates this, uh, I think, an idea of what kind of stand up I do, right. which is. It's not like I'm up there talking about the four noble truths or some horrible <laughs> thing like that, you know. So I, I don't know how that ended up making. Uh, you've way. seen it too, right? Oh yeah, I hated it. Uh, I hated it for you. Thank you for understanding. Because like uh, the Italian radio personality. Come on, man. Well, yeah. you've leaned yeah, into I mean, it, but yeah, it was okay. real. I, I, I have a vowel at the end of my last name. Fine, <laughs> I can't help that. I was born with that. <laughs> you know? Can I tell you what is the, another thing I really don't like? Please. In this, lots of comics get called this for some reason these days comedian philosopher yeah Blah! hate it oh like if if you have like <laughs> i hate when comedians self-refer as a philosopher we're like the modern day philosophers no you're not yeah i don't remember, I don't remember philosophers being in the basement of a mall <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> It's See, Duncan and Healy. It's not exactly the Acropolis. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the basement of the, uh, the Galleria. Yeah, it's not exactly the Acropolis. No offense. Yeah. I love what we do, and I love where we do it. But <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst. It's so it, self-referring to yourself as yes. a, a philosopher is is really bad. Well, I mean, that's a red flag of I take myself way too seriously. Way yeah. too. And also, I don't read philosophy. Because, like, if just read Heidegger. Read any kind of... Real philosophy. Try to get through two pages of that. Boring. Boring. <laughs> I'm dumb. This isn't for me. So, yeah, I think that that is a, a ridiculous term. We're just comedians. Well, I'm glad. We're just moving beyond that. I wanted to reach through the computer Thank and just you. wring that reporter's neck. Thank you. I appreciate we that. We should not be defined by, mm. by that. No. Um, it's a part of our lives. Yes, I'm Italian. Yes, you're Buddhist. Yeah. Also, as a Buddhist, we shouldn't be defined by anything. Right, thank we're a you. Because constant changing continuum of <laughs> atoms and quantum particles that eventually will dissipate into infinity. So, yeah, it's like, give me a break. A comedian, even comedian's a weird term, isn't it? Yeah. Are you a, uh, a, a teacher, a Buddhist teacher? Like, are you teaching? No. God, no. I, no way. I don't do that. I, I just, I, I, for me, Buddhism, uh, meditation is 100% to reduce my selfishness by, like, 10, 20%. Hmm. That's it. Like, I, I I don't teach it. What I, were you raised? Episcopalian. Ah, Catholic light. Yeah, Catholic light. Yeah, Episcopalian, <laughs> Catholic light. That, that's wish, what Episcopalians are, Catholic light. But I wish that I'd been raised a Catholic. I want the confession booth. I want to know what that's like to sit there and just tell someone everything it would be so fun i remember uh you know confession is was part of you know you go in and remember the first time you sit there it's very intimidating the first time you're yeah. 13 you know 14 years old you go sit in the confessional the little window opens up you know the priest is on the other side yeah and uh you know okay some would you like to confess your sins and i didn't know what to say i'm mean to my brother that's it that's all i said and man i could have unloaded the things at that time I was doing to myself that was totally, <laughs> totally against many tenets of the Bible, I is, could have unloaded. Is the idea, so the idea is like you're mean to your brother, you tell a priest you're mean to your brother, the priest gives you some like Say prayer. four Hail Marys and not, and don't be mean to your brother. And then Next. it's done. It's, yeah, you're, it's done. It's, you're clear. That's what my experience was, yes. Yeah, that's incredible. 
Yeah, and, but you have to be Catholic. To, like, I can't just walk into a Catholic church and confess. Yeah, how I, mean, does I don't, that I don't think I you don't have know. to show your papers. Yeah, it's like the OG clearing your internet browsing history, kind of. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. Huh. You're kind of like, I got some, some Pornhub. Yeah. Got to get rid of that. I got to go yeah. to the Apple store, and I don't want them to see that, so you have to yeah. go see somebody. Well, somewhere right. out there, someone knows still. So it is like that. Yeah, but it's supposed to. you're supposed to absolve yourself of yeah. all that stuff. yeah, yeah. Like, say a couple Hail Marys, a couple Our Fathers. Yeah. Help me to your brother. You're good to go. That's it. Next. God, just think of all the secrets the Catholic Church knows. Because you know they write it down, right? Like, they, after you say whatever to them, they go. I didn't hear any scribbling, although I wasn't very salacious. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Like they're priests. They like, they're good at soft writing. They do, like, a soft. They use, like, a little feathered pen. They write down. <laughs> if something, and if somebody does admit to, like, a big crime... Are they are is the priest obligated to say something? I don't know. Hundred percent. I think so. I think if it's like an an actual like felony, the priests ha are supposed to report it. I think I could be wrong. I don't know. I am not Catholic. I was raised Baptist, which is the opposite. We take everything and push it into a secret place. Yeah, and we tell no one. And we're not allowed to dance or do anything mm -hmm. else. I mean, you were Baptist too. Yeah, you were Baptist. All, that's all I Baptists was. can't dance. Well, some of them. I mean, that was like a joke. Footloose it was off? more of a joke by the time we were kids. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember which convention. If it's the Southern Baptist yeah, Convention like or the fourteen hundred, the other one. Yeah, but like, there, there are certain churches that like you can't have a wedding reception here if you're going to have dancing. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. But you dance in church though. Like the Baptists will dance. Not that's the churches I was raised in. But but oh, I know. But I know what you're saying. It's okay. it, it depends on which Pentecostals one it is. Though, like speaking in tongues, right? Oh yeah. It's so those are the coolest churches. They that's, handle snakes. That's my well, we don't handle snakes. Everyone yeah, sounds like Steven Tyler church. vamping at the end of an Aerosmith song. That's pretty cool. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're Pentecostal? Like, that's cool. Yeah. But it's like a very toned down, like it's not that exciting in there. No snakes? No snakes. Yeah. Uh, are you even trying to get people to come to church, <laughs> yeah, so. Whoa, check this out. Yeah, no, they're not <laughs> not scammies over here. Okay, so the answer to uh, what's a priest's responsibility when somebody confesses, you know, something. First of all, it's important to note that the seal of confession forbids the priest from sharing such information with the authorities or anyone for that Whoa. matter. The code of canon law tells us that the seal is inviolable. And if a priest were to break the seal, intentionally share the information... He would incur an automatic excommunication. Is that true? Wow, well, I guess so. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. I, I found it right here on Catholic.com. Wow. On Catholic.com? It's on Catholic.com. Wow. wow. Wait, dot .net or? This is a dot .com. Wow. It must be legit. Oh, man, that's wild. So, think of everything they know. They probably know, like, 100 active serial killers yeah, right now. Yeah, and they now. can't say a thing or else they're going to be excommunicated. Here's another piece. If the penitent huh. is truly contrite, then the priest could talk it through with the penitent and try to get him to see what true repentance involves. If the penitent doesn't intend to rectify his ways, the priest could withhold absolution. Oh. oh. But also okay, in the so movies, they always encourage him to turn themselves in. Yeah, try to convince him, like, yeah. hey, you're here. Let's do it. Yeah. Why don't you go turn yourself in? Because no. if you're really repenting, you're not going to do it again. So, so I thought this was maybe it. like some ancient thing that maybe is not followed. And it says here, as of March 2022, can a Catholic priest report a murderer's confession? No, he cannot. Wow. Whoa. That's incredible. <laughs> and then it goes on to say, this is a heavy burden for priests. I guess so. Yeah. Oh. Can a priest act it out in a game of 
Charades. <laughs> There's not a, <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. And then he, the, he, he just points. To the, we're going to do charades today at church. He just points to the guy in the pew. And he's like, yeah, there's got to be a loophole. Make stabbing motions. He's like, actually, Tim guessed it. So, Tim, please go report. Wow, dude. That's yeah, there's got to be a loophole to I, it. I yeah. thought wow. all this time I thought that like you know if there was a crime or something they of course could 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 say something. No, no, Apparently wow, not. didn't know that. Wow, you, there's no obligation. Maybe he, there's a code where they can just tell the cop, the security officer, like he just repented. Right. Yeah, but okay, so if somebody confesses to like a like okay, I murdered 15 people. Yeah, and so I confess that to you. Yes, um, you could get in trouble if I get arrested and I say oh, I told Duncan about that. You could get arrested, right? I guess it's separation of church and state. You can't, I mean, right? I you can't have the church become some agent of the state because that's a slippery slope. Mm. So, yeah, probably not. I'm sure it would have, we would have known about it by yeah, now. Yeah, but even we're two, we're two citizens, we're not, you're not a part of the church. You yeah. could get in trouble if yeah. I told you and then you, and, and you didn't turn me in. Right. That's true. But if I were a, a priest and you were in a box with me, uh -huh. and talking to you through a little window, then, then it's okay. Okay. Ecclesi totally ecclesiastical privilege, a right similar okay. to attorney-client privilege, allowing them to refuse to disclose any admission made in the context well, of gosh, a confession. Listen, we learned something oh, today. Wow. Despite our best efforts, we learned something. We learned something. Amazing. Uh, Duncan Trussell's here. You could. Uh, you have anywhere else? Does he have anywhere else to go? You could. We could take a break. Um, I'm we'll good. Come back. Okay, great. Great. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Do you mind playing it? Listen, it's it's the end of the week for us. I got concert tickets to give out. Do you mind playing a game with us? Not at all. I'd love okay. to. The game is called Fake News of Florida. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay, so Rafe will read you a headline. Yeah. Okay, you have to tell us if the headline is something that actually happened okay. in the great state of Florida. Okay. Or is it something we made up? Okay, great. Okay, Rafe's going to read you 15 headlines. You guys on the phone, out of 15 headlines, how many will Duncan Trussell get correct? Simple as that. 314-624-3833 We got Alanis Morissette tickets. We got Greta Van Fleet tickets. Okay? Do we have Point Fest tickets or that's it? For those. We're out of those. Out of those. Out right. of those? Greta Van Fleet, Alanis Morissette. Duncan Trussell, see him tonight, 730 and 10 o'clock tomorrow, 730 and 10 o'clock. Helium Comedy Club. Stay there. We'll take a break. The Rizzuto Show. I feel like Traffic and weather. It's not going to hurt your feelings. Whatever they vote, no matter what. No. Nope. There's no good vote. Yeah. Nope. Either they think you're an expert in Florida. <laughs> you're right. You're an idiot. Which is kind of, yeah. Or which an idiot. Both are kind of an insult. You're right. Hey, it's Carter Hutton, St. Louis Blues. You're listening to The Riz Show. And happy birthday, Riz. All right. Welcome back to the program. Duncan Trussell is here. Hello. 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 Uh, great to have you here. You're at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Yes. Thanks for having me. Happy Got birthday. Him. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, two shows tonight, 7.30 and 10 o'clock tomorrow. Same thing, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. Uh, Duncan Trussell Family Hour Podcast. That's it. Still going? Yeah, still going. Uh, also, The Midnight Gospel on Netflix. That's right. I watched a couple episodes last night. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, Great awesome. show. If you like show. Adventure you. Time, uh, yeah. same animator? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Co-creator, animator, Pendleton Ward. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's it's... Amazing. Thank you. And you take a lot of your interviews from your podcast and that yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Like we took podcast conversations and put them to sort of a, a, a psychedelic. Oh dude, yeah. it's animation. trippy. Yeah, the animation is cool as heck. It's, Thank you. It's cool looking. It is. It's an ama it really is an amazing show, man. Appreciate it. The that, one with man. your mom was really, really great. Thank I you. Tell everyone to watch it. It is it's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, when I said you were coming in, Rafe, it's like, dude, you gotta watch a midnight gospel. And I did. 
and uh, sat in bed last night uh, with just my boxers on. <laughs> that is hot. <laughs> then he called me. I was like, am I okay? It's so sexy, man. Yeah. I mean, how am I going to get that image out of my head? It's so beautiful. The night just before think of your hairy, birthday. Harry guy. <sighs> Sitting in bed, watching <laughs> Keep going. Duncan Trussell cartoon. Talk about your feet. Oh, just I, kidding. I had, no, I had no socks on. It was just my boxes. Oh, yeah. Ironically, we are trying to get a... It's hard to get our Hubbard conglomerate to sign off on it, but we've been trying to raise money with our only feet, with a show, uh, OnlyFans for all of our feet. Yeah. Our <laughs> Celebrity feet. Marlon Wayans, let us take a picture of his feet just in case we get it cleared. So wow. no pressure. I'm, yeah, no. If you want to be part of the celebrity <laughs> wing of our OnlyFans, you want to be part of the account. celebrity wing, uh, but you will be have to sign it. You have to sign the rights to your foot pick over before you leave the building. Just right. go to take a picture of like a ham somebody threw next to the dumpster. <laughs> you got to sign it over to fifty. There was a cost to having a beautiful head. <laughs> yeah, the feet are gnarly. Oh no, Fifty Toes LLC. Yeah, That's we got it. a company, Fifty Toes LLC. That's right, Fifty Toes LLC. And so far, <laughs> it all worked out. It was vehemently denied. By, I don't know by why. The company That's does not want us. I agree. Yeah, it's, right. hey, it's cool. They'll, Sad. Be, they'll come around. Yeah. Well, we we'll try. We're like, we'll cut you in, and like, nah. You know, we don't. We don't really uh, appreciate you guys having an OnlyFans account. Okay. Well, times are changing. <sighs> times are changing. That's very sex. Yeah, it's time to lean in. Agreed. Do you yeah. want to know what kind of boxers I was wearing? Yeah. Tommy John's. Hey, me too. <sighs> <laughs> Tommy John's, baby. <sighs> Sponsored by Tommy John's. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. We need that as a sponsor. Yeah, That'd man. be sweet. All Save right. So, hey, before we get into the contest, you know, we really didn't talk about the cell phone outage yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you, were you affected? I wasn't affected. I wasn't but, either. But uh, as someone who, like, hangs out on a lot of conspiracy message yeah, boards. Yeah, what are they saying? <laughs> everything. I mean, everything. It's, uh, it's Taylor Swift. Well, no, that's a great theory, and I don't know if it's completely incorrect. I mean, and I can, like, if, if you have... Here's like, my thoughts. What? So she's out in Australia. Yeah. Travis Kelsey went to Australia on Wednesday. Okay? Okay, I'm following you. They're both out of, they're both out of the country. Ooh. Okay, and all of a sudden, the cell phones go... As soon as Travis leaves America... And what was the other the cell combo? phone service goes down. A, Australia. T, Travis. T, Taylor. A-T-T-T. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa, the power just flickered in here, man. Did you see that? <laughs> A-T-T. Wow. Australia, Travis Taylor. Wow. What went down yesterday? AT&T. The Illuminati are Boom. cheesy. Mm -hmm. That is so cheesy. If that truly is like what the New World <laughs> Order is doing, like they're having meetings like, okay, let's do the power outage, yeah. but we got to like get Taylor Swift involved somehow. <laughs> Send her to Australia. It doesn't with sound Travis scary. With Travis, AT&T. The acronym has to make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now they were so saying scary. like it was solar flare, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, solar activity going on yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Well, there like five minutes before it happened, there was a massive solar flare, and there's more solar flares that have been happening. It's since supposed then. to be a pretty busy week for that for solar flares. But then the other like conspiracy thread, you know, the the Obamas released like some movie on Netflix about the power grid going down. Mm. Yeah, and that guy Kloss, whatever his name is, like you eat bugs. He was saying like if the power grid goes down, that's worse than a pandemic. So a lot of Conspiracy. Well, people. I thought once the power, once the once the cell phone stuff happened, Bill Gates was then going to activate the nanobots. That's right. Mm -hmm. What? 
All the signs are there, all man. All the signs are there, all man. There. You're just not looking. It all adds up. Do the math. <laughs> Let me see your ring again, man. <laughs> me too. <laughs> this man, is the only thing protecting oh, me. Dude. Oh, my God. I got to get one of those. I'll tell you what. It was the wrong night after the whole power outage or uh, cell phone outage. It was the wrong night to watch that movie, Greenland. Scared the crap out of my wife. She's like, this is not the day to be doing this. No. Ten, you, you seen that movie? That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. With the comet and all that? Yeah. Okay, we, we were maybe eight minutes in, and my wife goes, we got to go watch Mad Men. I can't do this right now. You know, I've got to say this, though. So the idea is power grid goes down, and humanity d disintegrates into this sort of animalistic savagery. But I don't think it's going to be like that at all. I think the power goes out, and, like, people are going to be outside, talking to each other, eating together. Like, I think it's the you opposite. it's going to bring us together. Yeah, like Camp campfires and sha wa wa. Yeah, like, what? yeah, exactly. Campfires. Nah, you think so? No, <laughs> on my compound. I need TikTok. Same. No, on my compound, people will eat together. Yeah, and okay. people will dance together. And if they don't, they go in the learning shed when the power grid goes <laughs> yeah. down. And there will be peace in my compound. So you can run your compound <laughs> however you want. I like this. But if you run it, if you run away the threads our compound, you're gonna meet. My friend Dean. Oh, I don't want to meet Dean. Oh, he's he's okay. He's okay. That's my middle name. Is it really? Mm -hmm. oh. Could be me. Could be you. All right, listen. Take a good look at these turquoise rings. Could be flying at you in the shed. We got to play Fake News of Florida. Oh, yeah, right? sorry. The Rizzuto Show. Here. Have some free sh all right, and uh, today's contest is sponsored by Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, Rafe's going to read... 15 headlines. We're going to go one by one. All right, let's do it. So it's it's uh, it's a headline. It's either something that actually happened in the state of Florida. Okay. Or if it's something we made up. You have to tell us fake news of Florida. Okay. All right, simple contest. Out of 15, how many will Duncan get right? People on the phone have already made their guesses. <coughs> We've got, oh, we got Point Fest tickets. we got Greta Van Fleet tickets. We're out of Alanis Morrison tickets. There you go. That's what it is. Okay. Here we go. Headline number one. Rafe, we got to go through this. Here let's we go. Let's do it. All so right, Duncan, Duncan Trussell, fake news of Florida. Number one, a Tarpon Springs man was arrested after he drunkenly called 911 and claimed his wife was a black widow spider. Fake. Oh, that's Florida. Wow. <laughs> I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of wows. Oh, for one. In this game. Uh -huh. Oh, for one. All right. Number two, a Cape Canaveral woman told police she couldn't be arrested for indecent exposure because the president said it's okay. Real. That one up. Ah, you guys! <laughs> that feels very Florida. So I know, it feels very Florida, I know. Shaky ground. Center yourself. A Pascal County man was arrested for auto theft after he broke into an unmarked police car with two deputies inside it. Fake. Oh, that's Florida. Over oh three. Over oh three. That happened. Mm-hmm. You gotta put your heart in Florida, Duncan. <laughs> well, I'm gonna put my heart in Florida. Well, heart let in Florida. me align myself with a. Align yeah, yeah. yourself with America's penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm aligned. Here we are. We're there. Right. I see you're there. Number four, a West Palm Beach man was arrested for reckless endangerment after he had his 10 year old daughter drive him home from the bar. That's gotta be real. Okay, you guys, it's not fair. Over four. Over four. This isn't fair. This is where you turn it all around, buddy. Yep. Here we go. Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell, Buddhist comedian. No! Ah. <laughs> Stop it! 
A Cape Coral man did a cartwheel during a DUI stop and begged the cops to take him to jail. Real? Oh, that's Florida. The hit streak begins. There we go. A Tampa man filed a false tax report and was busted after the IRS sent him a $980,000 refund. Uh, real. Oh, that's Florida. Two for two. He's back. Right, okay, okay, here we go. Number seven, an adult actor was arrested for impersonating a police officer after he drove home from the set in a police outfit. Fake. Fake. Dude, you are locked in. Locked in. You got a line. Locked in. Got a line. A skateboard riding man hitched a ride on the back of a police car and held on for five miles before they noticed him. Real. Uh, the wheels fall off. Mm. Just fell off. Skateboard. Dangerous. That was fake. <laughs> Number nine, a man stripped naked in a shopping mall and made whooping sounds at nearby police. <laughs> Real. Oh, that's Florida. Yeah, I got oh, it. Yeah. Back on. All right, so here's number 10. Number Four 10. A man hitched a ride on the back of a bus and hung on for 10 miles before fleeing. It's so simple that I feel like you made it up. It's fake. Oh, that's Florida. <laughs> nope. <sighs> it's called the, that's the Miami Uber. Uh, police in the town of Parrish arrested a man for assaulting his wife with a Taco Bell burrito. Real. Oh, that's Florida. Yeah. Way to manifest. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. All right, so we got to one, two, three, four more left. What are we at, Moon? We are five for 11. Five for 11. Okay, uh, four more to go. Okay. Here we go. A parish man was arrested uh, for... Oh, wait. That's, that's a double. Excuse me. A Sarasota janitor was fired from a daycare after mixing vodka in the Kool-Aid container. Real. You guys. Sounds Fake good. News. Fake news. Okay, you're doing great. An Orlando dog walker was arrested after abandoning nine dogs while he smoked methamphetamines in a friend's house. Real? No, I know that guy. It's very Florida. That actually happened. I mean, happened that story is real somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe real. not Florida. <laughs> He's got us on a technicality. That's definitely real. That's All right, two more to go. Two more. A man was arrested for reckless driving on a beach after streaming it on Facebook Live. Real. Oh, that's Florida. Okay. Final one. Final one. Here we what's go. The, what's the score? What's Six, the score? Out Six. Six out of 14. Six out of 14. So we have, we have three people that guessed seven. So, Duncan, if you get this last one correct, three people will win tickets. If you get this wrong, nobody wins tickets. Don't tell me. Why would you tell me that? No, no pressure. Pressure. No pressure. For the happiness. Duncan Trussell gets this right. Jason, Chrissy, and Zach win tickets. Yes. If Duncan Trussell gets this wrong, he's responsible for nobody getting tickets. So, that being said, the happiness of three souls lie at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> A Tampa Bay contractor faked his own death to avoid paying his customers back for renovations he never performed. Real. You're saying Florida. Is that your final answer? I'm saying Florida. Oh, that's oh, Florida. He did it. Yeah. Yeah. What a hero. Day. Wow, man! That was a. I'm sweating. I was so stressful, huh? Woo. You did good. All right, three <sighs> people won. Listen, Duncan Trussell, would love to have you in. Thank you for having me. Uh, see him at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, two shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow. That's right. Listen to his podcast. Please. Everybody's everybody's listening already. 
Everybody's listening already, so. Well, thanks. Thanks. You guys are the best. Thank you uh, so much. Thank you, man. Awesome. The great Duncan Trust, everybody. All right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back. Wrap up. The Rizzuto Show. And then there were three. Uh, Rafe, uh, Rafe had a bounce out to go to uh, Dayton in the car right now with Greg Warren. What, what yeah, it's stinky, cool. He's Dayton Greg Warren, he said. What a stinky ride that's going to be. <laughs> ah, a lot of tooting. All right, today's uh, wrap-up is sponsored by? Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence only at Jack. All right, uh, Duncan Trussell was amazing. He Thanks was. to him. See him at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. It's pretty really cool guy. in real life. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, today's podcast is titled? Uh, right now it's titled, uh, That's a Long Mailing, Duncan Trussell, and it's spelled Duncan's name wrong, but uh, it's going to be called, That's a Long Mauling, Duncan Trussell, ah. spelled correctly. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll get that corrected <laughs> right now. All right, what else, uh, Moon? Uh, can you feel the Punk Tonight tickets, May 11th? And then um, there's a couple Teenage Dirtbag shows or Alabama Dirtbag shows uh, about to be announced. Hopefully I can share those on Monday because those are coming up in, in a couple weeks, some special uh, some special appearances and concerts. Uh, other than that, man, um, I have a new story of the gear episode dropping today about a 1981 Les Paul, and uh, it's pretty it's pretty freaking sweet. I also got a couple uh, guests coming next week, so make sure you subscribe. You're going to want to hear some of these stories from uh, your favorite touring musicians on their favorite instruments. And smash that like button, guys. Smash that yeah. subscribe smash like hard, button. Yeah. Hey, hard guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. And uh, speaking of being sick and Brad and, and smashing the like button, make sure to follow me on Venmo, the most followed man <laughs> in the world. I'm going to have over a million followers. only a dollar to follow. It's a really good cause. King Scott rules at Venmo. It's awesome, guys. Thanks for helping me uh, grow this. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Oh, oh, oh. And we are also releasing a new Soccer 101 podcast today. All right. Uh, because tomorrow is the kickoff big, big for, the, for the MLS season. Yes. And, of course, we're going to review what happened on Tuesday, which is awesome. Right. We leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day, which is brought to you by uh, Hot Shots, St. Louis home for blues hockey. From St. Louis, Ellie Jablonowski is yeah. Yeah. the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.